Tonight on Talking About Balls, we recap the NBA Finals and the Nuggets win. We're going to get you prepared for a little NBA draft preview. We're going to tell you where we were when the Cavaliers won the championship in 2016. I kind of remember. Also going to talk about the Guardians and some of the call-ups they had today. Are you guys going to talk about Zion's trash dick? <laughs> Damn right we are. We'll be right back with the trash <laughs> starting now. Cleveland! This is for you! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking About Balls. I am Justin George, joined as always by Kyle Price and Tim Buck too. Fellas, how we doing? Hey, first off, I'm great. Four years, buddy. This came like last week. I think I shared it on the Facebook page. This yeah, shit. That's four right. years. Yeah, that's right. I was on vacation. Four I saw year that. anniversary of those two of us. Yeah, we started talking about balls four years ago in my little I basement. Think, yeah, we started. I, I hadn't moved into my house yet, or no, I just moved <clears> into <throat> our house. So yeah, just moved in. Yeah, we 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 thought of this idea while I still lived in my apartment in Middleburg, and then we started it in my basement. We christened your basement in more ways than one. And it was. <laughs> It was beautiful. So was it broke back basement? It was. It was. A, lot of, a lot of ball talking. It was a lot of ball play. than that, Tim. Yeah, it was filthy. <laughs> At first, it was just going to be Cleveland sports talk, and then we had a fun night, and suddenly it was talking about balls, so it's weird. Yeah, I mean, I figure as much as, much as I watch Cleveland sports, mm-hmm. I love it, but I also watch as much sports as I can sure. for other teams. So I was like, why limit ourselves to just Cleveland? So obviously, we're Cleveland-focused. Um, but yeah, we talk about everything. We we just love sports. I'm pretty sure the uh, the logo you see behind us was already thought about before we even started doing this. Yeah, before we even met Tim, he was the head <laughs> of our penis. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, happy four years, buddy. It's been time flies. Yeah, absolutely. We are happy to be here. I am happy to be back, sort of. I mean, obviously, vacation. Nobody would rather be home than on vacation. I mean, let's be honest. So you don't. You didn't miss home at all, just a little bit. My cats, yes. Everything else, no, not really. Your bed? No, the bed there was great. It was, was a king size bed. It was nice. A really nice condo. Uh, Tara and I had our own room. We had our own private bathroom. It was great. It's beautiful. So you moving down there anytime soon? If I can live in a condo for a reasonable <laughs> price, yeah, I would do that. But I don't think that's the case. So probably not. Well, welcome back. Uh, yeah, I'm happy to be back. How are you guys doing, Tim? You had a comedy show that you promoted. Before we left last Monday, that live YouTube show, how'd that go? Uh, it went phenomenal, man. It was dope. Uh, the stream space, uh, shout out to to Savage Royal, Royal Savage, I think his name was. Uh, his, I don't forget. I know his real name, but I don't know if he wants it out there. Uh, but uh, it was dope, man. Uh, it was a good time. I got a couple bucks from it. Um, right after that, went to the grog shop, did a comedy show. So it was like right back to back. It was dope. Nice, it's awesome, dude. That's a hell of a night, man. Happy for you. Tim's getting paid, everybody. That's the way to do it. Yes. Pay that man. Pay me a little bit more. I need help, guys. I need help. Hey, that's yes. man his money. Uh, Kyle, any, any news for you? I, I got nothing. My life's pretty much the same old, same old. Just working a lot and pretty much that's it. I was thinking about it as I was walking <laughs> up the stairs today. Literally, it shows you how much thought I put into the things that I, I institute or I incorporate into the show. And as I was walking up the stairs, I was like, you know what? My dream when we started this show yeah. was to like... I wanted it to be the Howard Stern show of sports talk. Absolutely. And I was like, you know, we're too structured. Every week I come up with this list. We go top to bottom. We kind of focus on the list. Sure, we throw in some jokes. Oh, here comes the sure, sure, we might accidentally kill a kid or two. Oh, it happens. But I, just, I was just thinking. Not I was just like, any kid. You know. I hey. mean, you're pretty You're pretty accurate with your killing, too. Yeah, I know. I, 
so far so good. So you guys better stay on my good side. Uh, but no, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not switching anything up. I just thought oh. about like how during the intro, like let's talk about our personal lives a little bit. Like oh, we're allowed okay. to talk I mean, about things. Like I just wasn't sure. I mean, we pretty much just go right into it. We just hammered. Home. I know that's why I thought about that, and I was like, you know, Tim promotes his comedy shows. And then the week progresses, and then the show happens. Then we get back to a new show, and then he pr- promotes something new. Let's find out right, how that I'll, show I'll went. Throw Let's in a find out here. how the week I'll went. I'll talk about my my suburbanite type life that I have right now. Yeah, I me. sat outside after I cut the grass yesterday and just looked at my front yard and said, "Finally, I have perfect grass." I was in heaven. You are officially <laughs> Hank Hill, um, Bobby. Damn but, it, Bobby. But no, I'll be honest. We got our we got our fence in. <laughs> that is I do it all pretty the time. good. Tara hates it. We got our we got our fence in for uh, probably like it, three Bobby. weeks ago. And our, our dog Shy, she loves just running around, and she's a nightmare to get in right now. But honestly, it's it's the best thing is letting her go and just cut loose and go. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, have, watching her, she got her her claw stuck on something the other day, and she's bleeding pretty bad um, from her paw. We didn't notice that she got in the house, but she sat there after we brought her in, held her paw, and. Let us like you know hold pressure until she stopped bleeding. But um, no, just letting open the back door and let her go. So we uh, we planted just planted flowers, not flowers, but like a garden yesterday. Okay. And I think I put pictures out on Facebook or just did. But we planted. And she came outside oh, to yeah, look around. Oh yeah, like the little flower. Yeah, flower and box she's thing, like looking up and she's sniffing as vegetables. She's sniffing everything she can. Like I know at some point she's going to attempt to rip that shit out of the thing and run with them. But yeah, there's a good yeah, chance. We'll Hopefully see. the fence is high enough to keep like deer out and shit like that. Yeah, I'm 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 afraid that I mean I think it will be a rabbit. Unless they're going to jump up, I think we're okay with because it's elevated. Nothing's going to get to it. We'll see. Yeah, because we'll straight see. like the you know wildlife, they yeah. will eat the fuck. And out we're of right it, up everything. against the like a uh, reserve, so yeah, there's they a shit will ton of wildlife back all there. Of it. Anything new um, with you? No, not really. Just got home from vacation. Flight home sucked. Uh, everything else was great. A uh, quick recap of my trip. Long story short, it was a in-laws went with the brother-in-laws and sister-in-laws and their kids. So we had a three-bedroom condo. Each family had their own room. Each family had their own bathroom. Huge place, right on the water. Um, I'm sure you saw the picture. Yeah, Literally, it looked beautiful. The balcony was, the, the ocean was right there. So it was a quick two-minute walk down to the ocean every day. Um, but no, everything was awesome. We, we flew down last Friday night, had a great time. And then coming home last Saturday, uh, suck dick. That was awful. Um, what happened? Get to the airport. We're on, first off, <clears throat> we had to be out of the condo by like 1030. So we get out. Airbnb? No, it's long story short. My brother-in-law is—he's an owner of like a rental property group, okay. and that's one of their units. So we were able to get it uh, for the week. So we leave. We go to the airport. Well, first we stop because we had like three hours to kill. We had to be out of there by ten thirty. Our flight was at three o'clock. So we go play mini golf. We get some ice cream. We kill a lot of time. We get to the airport early as fuck, and I'm like, all right, let me have a beer because we were right next to a bar. I'm sitting there drinking. Then they announce our pilot has to get here from Orlando before we can take off. Their flight's not in the air yet, and this is probably 2.30. Our flight was supposed to leave at 3 o'clock. I'm like, all right, so we're a little delayed. And then Give they, me another beer. And then an hour or two <laughs> goes by, and then they go, all right, the uh, flight's still not in the air yet. Any minute now, they're delayed with some weather. So I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me, and they just keep pushing our flight back. Luckily, so, it's only like an hour flight, though, from Orlando to where you are. Yeah, right? no, that okay. was the one good thing. So they ended up getting there. We, we took off probably at like... I think like 5.30, 6 o'clock almost, give or take. So we land in Cleveland about a little after 7, maybe 7.30. And I'm like, all right, whatever, we made it. Land, not allowed off the plane because they weren't able to connect the fucking walkway thing to the plane properly. So we had everyone had to sit down. They had to shut the plane off entirely, get that thing attached. So there was another 45 minutes of just sitting there in the airplane. Oh, shit. And again, they had to kill the power. So there's no air or anything like that. So we're all just oh. fucking roasting. 
And I'm just sitting there so fucking mad. Everyone on the plane is super annoying. Um, like, there's no etiquette. You know plane etiquette. You oh. start from row one, and then yeah. you work your way back. Nope, these fucking animals all just stand up. They're all crowded in the aisle. It's a fucking madhouse. It's like Black Looking Friday. Looking at some dude's ass in your face I right just, there trying I to sat, get out. Luckily, I had a window seat. I, I won't say luckily. As a person that's 6'4", it was fucking tight. But I just sat there against the window. I looked out the window with headphones on, and I'm just like, I Just picturing yourself being outside. Yeah. <laughs> and... That sucked, but you know, I ended up making it. We, we got home probably like eight thirty, something like that. It was it was depressing. It was like I felt like uh, listening to that Dido song. My tea's gone cold. I'm wondering why, and I'm just looking out the window, contemplating life. Oh, poor. And soul. then of course, Tara and I were fucking starving because we didn't really eat anything since breakfast because we thought, yeah, we'll be home by like five thirty, so we'll just go out to dinner. And I hadn't eaten since probably nine o'clock that day. So we land. I'm starving. I go home, I unpack, and then we went out to eat and had some beers, and it was a good night. But well, that's good. At least you made other it home than that, safe. everything for the trip was great. I had a great time home. Uh, were you drunk every day? I wouldn't say drunk. I did. I drink every day. Yes. Did I get drunk every day? No. Um, kept a good buzz every day. Yeah, I just I kept it was. It, it's almost like it's it was not. It wasn't hot. Like the weather was beautiful, but you're so active, you don't have enough time to drink because yeah. you're. You're at the beach, so you're sitting there, and I was in my chair reading. I'd have a couple of White Claws, whatever. Um, we made some mixed drinks, some vodka gin. I brought, brought a bunch of booze, and then I would go swim for an hour. So, like, I didn't have enough time to, like, get drunk, except for Monday. I told Tim the night of his show, I was fucked up. Um, <laughs> that night, I got fucked up. As soon as the game ended for the uh, the finals, I went right to bed. I was so fucked up. <laughs> like, I was, I remember sitting there, like, watching. I think I was watching with, like, one eye, and all of a sudden, like, Everyone else passed out, so I was I was still the last one up, and I'm just sitting there like, oh, fuck, I can't wait for this game to end. And then it finally ended, I just went right into my room and passed out. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, other than that, it was a really good time. We were 100 yards away from a really nice brewery called um, Is that the one you're Black about? Drum Brewery. Yeah, the one you're yeah. about. I went there a couple times, actually, because it was so cool, and it was just super convenient because we rented a couple cars. So it was just easier just walk over to this brewery, have some beers, watch. No the shit. TV. When you sent me that picture of that of that liquor, I was like, "There's no fucking way this guy's drinking that right no, now." No, no fucking chance <laughs> would I spend that kind of money. So I sent Kyle and our buddy Greg, who they're bourbon guys, a picture of a very exclusive bourbon. It's called Pappy. Mm-hmm. It's not the Pappy Van Winkle. It's the other one because yeah. there's multiple ones. But apparently, like it's super sought after. I saw the bottle and I'm like. That's not the one I remember seeing, but I wonder if it's still expensive. And I Googled it. Yeah, it's like a fucking $1,200 bottle. And one dude, as soon as I sat down, he looked over and he's like, is that Pappy? And the guy's like, yeah. And he's like, I want to pour that. And the guy's like, it's an $80 pour. The guy's like, give it to me. I was like, get the f- $80 for some, a fucking some pe- sip of Yeah, it's bourbon. like what, like a two-finger pour or whatever? Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Unless it's Andre the Giant's fingers doing that? No fucking way for $80. <laughs> Can you $80. give me a fist of that, please? Yeah, That'd that, be great. that's ridiculous. Andre the Giant, would. you'd probably get like half a glass for $80. That's, that's not bad. That's fucking crazy. But yeah, some dude ordered it, and I was shocked. But other than that, yeah, the vacation was awesome. Had a great time. Awesome. Bonded with my, my nieces and everything. I who saw I the photos. A lot of. Yeah, my, my newest niece, Kira, she... Went from crying every time anyone was near her to basically she she loves me now. I was her best friend down there. You so fixed her. Yeah, pretty exciting. Good <laughs> shit. Um, but yeah, so now we'll get into the show again. I just like I want to spice things up I a like little it. bit. I we're, like the change. We're humans. We yeah, are. we do a sports show, but we're humans. We talk about everything. That's what we do. Well, I want to tell you about my titties. Uh, no, tell me more. <laughs> You're gonna show us your titties. Let's get the show kicked off right. <laughs> And not even for the first time either. If he did that, right? It's not That's like true. It's, if he, he did it, it's not like Whoa, he did show. He did show his titties <laughs> last show. So I did. It's becoming. A, he's our own Burt Kreischer. He just takes his shirt off. Every the much show. darker version of Burt Kreischer. He's actually but... in the much funnier yes. version of Burt Kreischer too. That's him. 
in my opinion. <laughs> um, but I we're not going to talk about comedians we don't like anymore. That was last week, last episode. <laughs> we spent enough time talking about Matt Reif and Burt Kreischer. So oh, your favorite I didn't guy. mean to name names. Your favorite guy. Um, really quick, though, one thing I want to talk about is um, this will be the last time I ask because I'm just going to go through with our next contract with Betstamp. But, guys, if you're interested, yeah. free money. I can't stress this enough. Maybe my post on Facebook wasn't clear enough, but I cannot stress this enough. If you want to bet on sports and you don't have every app available in Ohio, which I'm guessing more than likely you don't. There are some that are, are new every day in Ohio. They will literally give you free cash to gamble with. If you win your bets, you keep all the money. They don't want any of it back. They just want to give you money to gamble. It couldn't be easier. Just ask me. I will get you set up. You sit through a video seminar. Depending on how many apps you need to download, it could take maybe a half hour to an hour. If that's not worth, I think when I had my wife join one of the seminars and they gave her a shitload of free money for all the apps she didn't have, I think she got over $250. Okay, yeah, I I need to get with you. I'm not kidding. Tim, they will give you free money to gamble. Tim can can, do it with my wife. He can jump on together. Those two can do it. So one thing that they'll do is if we get enough people, they will do... Yeah, that's hey, that's how Tim gets paid. He's a gigolo. Um, <laughs> Just the way you said he could do it with my wife. You could do it with my wife, and we'll give you all the money, Tim. As Kyle sits in the corner in the cuck chair. Kyle, I was you a cuck. I'll sit behind. The, I'll sit behind the curtain, is watching. That's why they have those chairs in the hotel rooms. It's all for the cucks. You, you guys know that. The cuck chairs, the the the, the velvet. That's a felt. real thing. But yeah, no. In all seriousness, that's it, you sit through a seminar. They walk you through any app. You just have to use their specific link, and they will send you cash to a PayPal account. You put that money in. They give you. They tell you, like, hypothetically, they'll say, "Okay, you don't have DraftKings. Here's here. We're going to give you fifty dollars right now. Put that fifty into DraftKings. You need to make two bets worth twenty five dollars each on whatever the fuck you want. It could be the easiest bet in the world. You could you could go for a long shot. Whatever. If it hits, you win it. If it misses. It was free money anyway. So, again, this is all legit. I've done it. I've had people sign up for it. I've had family members, friends, a lot of people sign up. I'm just asking one last time because, again, if we get a bunch of people to sign up for this, uh, these classes or these seminars that they do, it helps us. So if you're interested, please get in contact with Kyle and myself. We will have you guys hooked up in a video call with Betstamp, and they will give you literally you could get hundreds of dollars for free put into your PayPal account. The only thing is you have to make the bets with it, so there's no trickery. They do ask you to screenshot your bets so you can prove that you spent their money. Yep. Um, but it's that easy. If you win, like, it's just free cash. It goes right into your bank account. There's no strings attached. I couldn't be more serious. So if you're he's, interested, get in contact serious. with us. I'm super serial. Um, Redline Radio LLC says, hey, yo. So that is either the ghost of Scott Hall or probably Dave. I'm going to go with Dave. I'm going to go with the ghost of Scott Hall just for fun. <laughs> Uh, it is, it is uh, Ultimate Warrior. Man, oh, no, he's dead too. The toothpick flick. That was all Razor Ramon, man. He said, hey, yo. <laughs> What's up, Andre? What's up, Dre? What's up, Andre? Um, but yeah, so if you're interested in Betstamp, please get Free in touch. Free money, let's us. do it. Kyle's going to have his wife. She might have some people. He might have some people. We're going to try to get. The more people we get, they would do a private call. So Kyle and I can sit in there with you guys, keep you company, make you feel a little more relaxed. You're not into it with a bunch of strangers. But again, if we get a good group, we can do that. If we don't have more than a few people, they probably won't let us do a private call. So just get in contact with us. We'll try to set it up. They're very accommodating with dates. They do, will do it on a Sunday morning even. Most people are free on Sunday mornings. They'll do it I got church. whenever. Yeah, as soon as I get out of church, because you guys know I'm the... I would go to church if the Righteous Gemstones were real people. I would go That's to that mega church. also very true. That's it. 
Um, the power of Christ compels me to but, stay in bed. But yeah, so let's let's talk more about Betstamp if you're interested. If not, I'll go fuck myself. That's completely fine. But without further ado, let's start talking about balls. The Denver Nuggets are your 2023 NBA champions. Nikolai Jokic and the Nuggets, they were the best team in the league for most of the season, almost all of the season, actually. And they complete that by winning the championship. Um, kind of a boring series to watch, not going to lie. 100%. I was hoping for a little bit more of, of Miami to show up. But Miami sucked in the finals. I mean, nobody showed up. Jimmy Butler looked like a fucking shell of himself. Um just kind of a really, like you said, it lights, was a very boring lights, series. I, I, I hate to say the lights were too too bright for him, but I mean, they just they were in the finals two I years ago. I won't say the lights were too bright. What I will say is the the talent overtook their luck because the, I think the Heat had a lot of luck. Yeah. In winning to get it to get, get to the finals, um, oh, Andre. Oh, we'll definitely talk about the Browns. We're actually going to probably do. Let's plan for it right now. I know it's a tease. Um, but let's go. We're going to do Brown's schedule game next episode. So in two weeks, two weeks, we will do Brown's schedule game because that'll be right at the beginning of July. So that's training camp's going to be getting ready to start up. So we'll do schedule game then because I told you guys I was kind of putting it off. So we'll do schedule game July 5th. Um, we will do oh right after the holiday. Perfect. I'll be hung over as fuck, but that's OK. We're professionals. Okay. Um so yeah, we'll we'll do schedule game. We'll do some other shit. We usually do well. We'll wait a little bit for our predictions for like rookie of the year and stuff like that because you got to let training camp kind of happen and injuries are a real deal. See who kills himself in training camp first. Exactly. So we'll do all that. Uh, thank you, Dave. Uh, I definitely had a great vacation. Um, love it. I love vacation. I love not having to have responsibilities for a week or two. That's the best part about vacation, in my opinion. Um, but the Nuggets have won the championship. I don't know if you saw the. Uh, post-game press conferences with Nikolai Jokic. Oh, absolutely. Dude, Priceless. speaking of not liking work, he was the king of that. He basically was like, yeah, you know, it is what it is. I, nobody likes their job, and if they tell you they do, then they're lying. Like, nobody yeah. nobody likes – like, this dude's making millions of dollars. He's a two-time MVP, just wins a championship, wins the finals MVP, and he's just like, yeah, I want to go home. They're like, well, the parade's on Thursday. He's like, oh, no, no. I, I want to go no. home. No, no. <laughs> he's he's no. like, when's the parade? Thir no, 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 no. Oh, okay. So like, then, right, then, he, then he gets a couple bottles of champagne in him he's during like, I'll the go parade. Home Friday, that's fine. Then he gets a couple of champagnes at the parade, and you hear him at the parade. No, he's like, I, I know I wanted to go home, but this is fucking amazing. I love being here. Like, he, really? was, he was toasted. That's he awesome. was toasted. I mean, kudos to the Nuggets. I'm happy to see a team like that win. I, you know, I get sick of seeing last year's finals was trash for me. Um, the Warriors against the Celtics hated it. A few years ago, Raptors against the Warriors. I don't particularly like the Raptors, but I was rooting for them in that series yeah. because I hate the Warriors. So, and then the Warriors were in the finals. What fucking six out of the last like eight years or something? They give or lived take. in the finals. Yeah, I was so sick of seeing teams it, like that. It, it's if you get a chance. Did you, so you didn't watch any of the speeches at the parade? No, I didn't watch it. So all. The all I heard coach, was that some cop got his leg ran over and people got shot. Oh yeah, well that, you heard all the bad stuff. Yeah, of course. That's but, all I'm interested in. So I the coach, the coach of the Nuggets, kind of took some shots at LeBron. I don't know the exact quote. I will have to look it up tonight, but. When you get a chance tonight, go home and watch it. So I did see somebody posted LeBron tweeted something like like something about the sun or he's whatever. Like, I'm out on I'm on vacation. I'm in another country, and he's like, I'm glad I'm I'm on the top of your guys' list. Yeah, or just, mine when or something you get a like chance, that. watch watch this. It was kind of funny, but it was just watch it. Um, but honestly, so you think after this that the NBA regrets giving the uh, MVP to Embiid? No, um, I mean it's clear as day this guy is should be and always should be and why he's healthy. Yeah, and, but I mean the same could be said for LeBron. I mean f flashback. You know, five, ten years ago, LeBron James was hands down the best player in the league. LeBron James could have easily 
won the MVP award every single year, but the NBA was like, well, we got to dish it around to other people who were not not as deserving. Um, so yeah, Jokic could easily win it every single year. Nobody would bat an eye. I think the same could be said for Giannis Antetokounmpo, and the same could be said for Embiid. Embiid mm-hmm. puts up numbers to where, again, it's regular season only. So you Embiid's look at the playoff trash. success, <laughs> and, and you say Embiid is Zion's dick. That's how, We don't say the word trash anymore around here, Tim. Embiid is Zion. That's what he meant. Zion's dick. That's it. She didn't say Zion's a bad basketball player. She just said his dick is trash. I so feel that's... like Zion's dick is probably better <laughs> than Embiid. <laughs> Is that uh you want to go do some research? Hey, you know Tim? what, Tim? It is cut? it is Pride Month. I'm not gonna judge. <laughs> not in Pride Month. <laughs> in Pride Month? <laughs> you said it, brother, not me. <laughs> I bet you that dick ain't trash. Um <laughs> But no, Jokic is clearly the best player on the planet. I mean, I'm happy that he got to show off. It's in just the, the fact finals. that he doesn't care. Like he does like he's a guy out there who's like, yeah, like we clearly know that basketball is not his like first priority in life. Like he's it's just something he's good at, right? He goes and does his job. He does what he's asked of him, what he's paid to do. And yeah. he's like, I want to get the fuck out of here. It, I want to go back to Serbia. Who wants to go back to Serbia? I mean, if you live in his lifestyle, he's not like going back to a shack. So I feel I know, like it's I okay get it. There. But it's like, he's just like, <laughs> but I want to go back to Serbia. I don't want to be here. I want to go, I want to get out of the country. He yeah, wants to be in the I mean, family business. And that's, I, I mean, guess. that's the other thing too is, yeah, he he's probably has a lot There's of family a lot of over goats there. Out there probably. So for him, he's like, I just want to go home and see my family because yeah. everyone in America, like American players, they see their family all the time. Yeah, it's true. For him, he's like, I haven't seen these guys in, in a year because yeah. I've been playing basketball. So I get it. Um, also, like you said, though, he's just so good. He doesn't care. You look at, Look at any other player in the league in in a playoff series or in, in late in a game if they're playing you know forty out of forty eight minutes they're dead tired into the game they're pouring sweat they got the locked in laser focus look Jokic is just kind of like wiping sweat looking around like doesn't give a fuck about anything it's I would like to great. see his workout videos he just walks into the does a couple curls like yeah I'm done I'm yeah he's done. like yeah he starts <laughs> one beat of sweat and he's like whoa, 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 I'm all too set. much work but yeah no I love it I just love how he's naturally gifted naturally that yeah. good and I mean that's awesome I think he truly is one of the best basketball players we'll ever see uh especially at his position he can dribble like a point guard he can pass like a point guard and then he can score from anywhere on the court any angle like he's just so multi-talented that like he's truly a generational player i think yeah. um so yeah kudos to the nuggets i like seeing the smaller towns it was their first appearance in the finals in history and they win a championship so kudos to them good for them um but now that the season is over they have their championship they can go fuck themselves because it's back to the cavaliers baby no i'm just kidding they can go fuck themselves too after that finals i'm not over it or after their playoff uh, round against the knicks i'm not over it um uh, I think the Nuggets had a paid championship game. I don't know what that means. Uh, maybe they, like they paid for their championship. Nah, I don't think so. I honestly, I think I think everything just caught up to the Heat. The Heat were an eight seed. The Heat didn't even belong in the playoffs, to be honest. If this were years prior, before they did they the play-in games, they wouldn't have even made the playoffs. And then they make it. They lose game one. They get a second chance. They sneak their way in. Well, and they're then, the eight seed. They well, would have been in. They were technically in, in they the new though, format. Think, they would not have made yeah, it. Yeah, they were like the ninth seed technically. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, and because they, they had the t- four bottom teams playing. Yeah, each other. they have the four teams in the play-in. So, so I don't they, think they were in the. They top never eight. would have made it to the the finals or the, into the playoffs with the old format. Which don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking that format. I think that format's you know it is what it is. No, you get some surprise people in like this year. Yeah. This, if anything, this year is a this testament. This would not have happened. Yeah, this is a testament of this sticking around for a while because of yeah. what happened this year. So kudos to the Heat. They sure. you know they blew their load against the Celtics. I think that's what really fucked them too. If they didn't end up bl- almost blowing that series and going seven games, they might have had a chance against the Nuggets. Yeah, but I think that was just too much for them. They went they went seven against uh, no, it wasn't seven, but they they had a 
pretty long series against the Bucks. MJ Sun didn't look so so good in that series. No, and then MJ Sun had had the flu series where he did not play very well. He pissed his dad off so much that his dad selling the team. It's yeah, crazy. his dad said, "I'm done with the I'm NBA." I'm done basketball. That. My selling kid the team. sucks. My kid's a, a two-time loser in the finals. I'm fucking out of here, it's kid. Not my, not my kid. Not claiming you on my taxes. <laughs> so he, uh, the Heat. Kudos to them, but you know, I think again, they just they blew their load and they. They overexerted themselves in a seven-game series against the Celtics. So yeah, they, probably, they, they didn't say. I chance. was excited to watch the series, but just watching it, it was just like this is not as exciting as I thought it would be. No, I mean, game two when they came back and won that yeah. one, I was like, oh shit, maybe we have a series right. here. This it's, could yeah, be fun. Right. But from there on out, it and was then just it was, the it was wasn't even close. The Nuggets just kind of toyed with them. It was like preseason. So uh, the NBA is officially done, but the offseason, the NBA doesn't sleep. No. Um, Some big trades today. Huge too. trades. The NBA draft is tomorrow. I believe is it tomorrow? Uh, it's tomorrow Thursday. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow. It's either tomorrow or next week. I think it's tomorrow. Yep. Um, but yeah, the NBA uh, draft is happening already. The finals just ended a week ago, last Monday, and they're already huge trades. Can't wait for Gumby the to be draft. drafted number one. It's crazy. Yeah, Victor Wembanaya, or however you say his name, will be Gumby. will be the number one. Pick, no questions asked by the San Antonio Spurs, which is kind of cool. Uh, Greg Popovich is going to get to work with. A guy that everyone and their brother is claiming is going to be the next generational player, which is ironic because they say that just about every other year that there's a once in a generation player. And I don't think they understand what the word generation means. But uh, Victor Wembanaya is a freak. He's crazy tall, very athletic, but also very, very skinny and would get bodied pretty hard, I think, in the NBA by by most. I just don't, I don't see how he's going to be. I just feel like he's going to have an ankle, knee injury. Like I in just the first imagine year. him trying to box out, which initially I was going to say Jared Allen, but then I saw Jared Allen against the Knicks, and I was like, no, he's a pussy too. So uh, <laughs> Duncan Robinson Can't be uh, cast, or Mitchell Robinson, I mean. Um, <laughs> and then, like, Steven Adams, a healthy Steven Adams boxing out Victor Wembenaya. No, no. Wembenaya is going in the fir- first row, like, He'll body him into the crowd. He needs to put on some muscle mass. Like he needs to get to the gym and puts eats eat some burgers. Yeah, which is not out of the realm of possibility. If you take a look at a guy like um, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, when he came into the league, I he was a string bean twig, too. Yeah, and he is jacked now. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that he could put on some weight, put on some muscle, especially being in the right NBA. Training, yeah, yeah. You're gonna get with the best coaches, the best nutritionalists. Like you're gonna have everything at your fingertips to succeed. It's just a matter of a, can you do it? And B, can your talent keep up with you? Because going from playing overseas to the NBA is a drastic jump Night for day. most people. Uh, Luca made it look good, but Luca was a freak at like 14 years old. He was playing on speaking of out of shape weight dudes. Luca, there's another. Him and, and then J- yeah, he shows joke. Up. He must have the uh, same kind of nutrition. Luca shows up out of shape every year, and then just <laughs> work. He gets in shape during the season, which hasn't paid off yet because they don't have playoff success. But it's just a <laughs> weird method to go. Could about you imagine it. if that guy came in a camp just ripped and like in shape? How how much better he might be? actually have a good year. Like he, that. he's he's insanely talented. He's great. He's it's so just the good. fact that he's he. He's, I don't know, he's like a mini-me. Like, he's a smaller dude with a belly and shit. I don't know. Whatever. I don't give any of the... I don't blame him for the lack of success for the Mavericks. I blame more so, like, the front office. They just haven't put oh, together yeah. a good team around him. That trade for Kyrie was stupid. It wasn't really thought out. Um, the, the other pieces they put around him, they letting Jalen Brunson go was a horrible decision. Your favorite so, player, Jalen Brunson. Worst decision just they made. Horrible decisions by, by, by Dallas. All for what? For... They didn't even make the playoffs. Like they're they're going to try to have to draft a guy tomorrow night. Like I just don't understand it. Um, but fuck them, not the Cavs. So what do I care? 
Um, but yeah, so the NBA draft is tomorrow night. We're skipped a little bit because I had a different yeah. thing to go. Oh, let's yeah, just you slide did. back to the Cavs here. That's why. But I was... again, that's the new format for talking about balls. New I'm gonna format. Do whatever We're jumping. I want. Fuck We're structure. Jumping all over. We're There's doing no it live. Here. We're doing it live. So the top five, as we said uh, a couple weeks ago. San Antonio Spurs have the number one overall pick. Charlotte has the number two pick. Portland with the three pick. Houston four and Detroit five. Quick little mock that I looked up literally before I got here tonight because I don't follow the NBA draft. The NBA draft to me is very boring. Um, Most of these guys are going to stink. A lot of guys that you've never even heard of are going to be the ones that turn out to be really good. Um, That's just how the NBA works. Unless you're the 2003 draft, which everyone in that top draft class was pretty damn good. Except for Darko Milicic. Other than that, you were in good shape. (laughs) Um, but yeah, honestly, Wait, like poor, poor Detroit to again. No, just play. Detroit, Detroit basketball Pistons, and they won a championship while he sat on his dick on the bench. Oh god, I hated that. Now you just brought back flashbacks of the announcer whenever they get the ball back. But Detroit, Detroit basketball, like, I hated it. Fuck yourself. I had to hear it a lot because the Cavs played the Pistons yes. a lot. So, um, but yeah, I mean, if you go back and look at like prior drafts, how many guys coming out of college were coveted as, or not even college, nowadays guys come out of the G League, they're coming from overseas. How many guys come from uh, into the draft and are, are highly coveted and true. don't end up doing shit? It happens way too often. So for me, I don't get that excited for the draft. Don't be wrong. There's plenty of busts in the NFL, but at least the NFL, I think it's, I think it's a marketing situation is my, my issue with it. The NBA had last year's number one overall pick, Paolo Banchero, on the Orlando Magic. How many Orlando Magic games were played on national television? Uh, none. Any? I don't think any. None. Dude ends up winning Rookie of the Year. I didn't watch one of his basketball games. I only unless saw him played, played the Cavs. Played the Cavs yeah. yeah, and Paolo Banchero actually had a really good season. He won Rookie of the Year, but the NBA didn't market him at all. Now, the NFL, rookie, quarterback, whatever, doesn't matter your position. If you're a rookie... You're on a you're on a team in the NFL. You're more than likely going to get a primetime game here or there. You're going to get national coverage. Uh, the NBA just doesn't have that. I mean, so the NBA is the second worst draft. The NFL is number one is my is that by far the best draft ever. Number two, the NBA. I would say give NBA the best second best draft. I would say baseball's at three because you don't see those players for like four years. Yeah, but baseball. I like the baseball draft personally because you you get to develop a guy. Sure. So it's not. You don't need instant success. Right. So you take a guy and you're like, for me, I don't do any research on high school or college But it's not hyped players. as much as what I'm trying no, to say. No, not at all. Like, yeah. I mean, they, they tried over the last few years. They've been televising yeah. it and trying to make it like a thing, which is fun because, speak of the devil, we're, we're jumping ahead a little bit here, but it works into into what we're it's doing. new format. We Segway. <laughs> no, but speaking of Major League Baseball, the, the Guardians tonight have a pitcher starting. That we drafted last year, right? Literally uh, 2021, I think. Okay. Gavin Williams, they took him. He's only been in the minors for a couple of years, just got promoted to AAA this season, and we're only in June, so he's only been in AAA for a few months, already called up to the majors. He was the number one Cleveland Guardians prospect, and he's the number 16 prospect overall in, in America for baseball. So, so you're saying he's, getting he's called going up. to suck tonight. Um, he's never had less than five strikeouts in any of his starts so far in, in AAA, so he's a really good pitcher. Good thing is he's facing the Oakland Athletics tonight. Minor league baseball essentially team. a minor league baseball team. So really good opportunity for him to get to the bigs. But that's the cool thing about baseball is that you got a guy that, uh, you know, gun to my head. I knew I don't know anything about Gavin Williams. I don't research. We are truly, truly fucking off the I'm rails Tim tonight. Tim said <laughs> fucking he's really, off the rails tonight. Tim, Tim told me he's really tired today, so I'm keeping him awake. I'm keeping him with us. Um, 
but no, I just I, that's that's what we do. We mix everything together. We, we have but, yeah. I mean, my point was, I guess so. I mean, mar- most marketed by far is NFL. Then the NBA is probably second most marketed. They do a whole spiel on it. And yeah, the NBA the draft process and stuff, is yeah. really fun. It's gonna yeah. get it's gonna get people watching. It, I'll I'll be watching tomorrow, uh, probably for the first like ten picks or so, and then I'm gonna get bored. Um, but I'll be watching. Uh, the Cavs. There's rumors. I, I I don't know what's gonna happen. Brian Windhurst went on record yesterday and said that. He would not be surprised if the Cavs try to trade into the first round. He's hearing that. Um, he said, keep an eye on the number 23 pick. I believe that's the Portland Trailblazers have that pick. He said, keep an eye on the number 23 pick. And he said, you know, I'm not guaranteeing anything. He said, if the Cavs trade in for it, he goes, it might not even be to be used. They might trade for that pick to then trade the pick to somebody else for a different acquisition. So trying to, They're probably trying um, to load some uh, contract or something, I'm sure. Yeah, so he said keep an eye on that. He said keep an eye on Kelly Oubre for a guy that the Cavs go after, which I would not like that. Kelly Oubre is not a good basketball player. I do not want him here. Um, but I'll get into that another time if we end up getting him because I have some very, very nerdy analytical numbers that will tell all of you that if we got Kelly Oubre, it's a horrible decision. So we'll worry about that another day. But yeah, so the draft is coming up. But again, gun to my head, couldn't even tell you the top five prospects without Googling it. I had to Google it, too. I looked so it I knew, yeah. I knew number one. I knew number one. I yeah, think Victor Wembenaya, everybody knows going But I had to look up one. the next four, and I'm just like, I don't know who the fuck these people are. Like, I, I knew the I knew the Brandon Miller guy. But yeah, then I'm like, I, I'm, like I'm do I know Brandon Miller them? this guy? Do I know Brandon Miller to play basketball in a couple years? Yeah. Like, I know these guys from, like, <laughs> sure basically. not Andre Miller, you know? Nah, I, I mean, Andre there's Miller. a lot of Brandon. There's a couple of Brandon Millers in the league. You know, Terrell Brandon, Andre Miller, Terrell. it's all I mean, it's a lot of combo names that go together Miller Light, you think? Could be. $2 Miller Lights Friday night at the Guardians. Um. But yeah, no, I, I had to do the same thing. I looked up a mock draft really quick. I went on CBS. I don't know if that's where you went. I did CBS and I did another one, Sports, Kepco, whatever it was. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I just did uh, CBS. And CBS has their projection <laughs> as Victor Wembanaya, obviously clear-cut number one. Number two, they do have Brandon Miller, the uh, small forward out of Alabama, going to Charlotte. And number three, they had Scoot Henderson out of the G League Ignite, the point guard, going to Portland. Uh, four, Cam Whitmore, small forward out of Villanova, going to Houston. And Amen Thompson um, from the Overtime Elite G League organization, uh, small forward going to Detroit. So, again, it's a mock. The other thing, too, that I've read is there's so many rumors of trades happening. If you look up NBA trade rumors, there's a fucking million of them right now. Big one happened today. Um, You saw the trade today, right? Yeah, that was. we were going to talk about that. Uh, You weren't here. I talked about that with Tim. Christoph Porzingis gets traded to um, Boston. While Boston sends Malcolm Brogdon to the Clippers, and the Clippers send Marcus Morris and the 30th overall pick for tomorrow night's draft to the Wizards. The Wizards are in full tank mode. The Wizards have traded in one week's time Bradley Beal, Christoph Porzingis, and the other day uh, Kyle Kuzma. Look at you, Tim. Tim's on it today. Wow. Dude. I'm loving this. That's why he's the best producer of Redline Radio. Five, Killing ten. it. Now, if you're loving what Tim's doing on our show right now, then you're going to love what Tim does on his show, and that's Tuesday nights. Tim Buck Tuesdays. Check it out on Redline Radio uh, Studio One. He is live. He always has guests. He had, what, Church church Boy yesterday? Church Boy. Church Young Man. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Just say it's church, church Young Man. Church Young Man. He had Church Young Man <laughs> on the show yesterday. <laughs> I feel like an old grandpa when I say that. Like, I should be wearing overalls. He had Church Young Man on. <laughs> That's what happened when this, oh, this older guy came out because, you know, boy could be taken as a uh, derogatory tor- term. Yeah, uh, true. I didn't think about that. Yeah, if you yeah. got like a, if you throw a little twang on that, if you're a southern guy boy. and you call someone boy, yeah, that's like basically it's 
right right below a hard end or hard R N word. <laughs> well, he 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 took he says you know he's trying to switch that while taking off the Y and using the I. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> this older man he came out and he said, you know, I, I don't want to call you boy, I'm gonna call you church young man. So That's after, pretty funny. After that, I was like, bro, you church young man. Yeah, I like, actually like that name's kind of cool because like, <laughs> especially nowadays, the way rappers have like very obscure names. Um, like there's Chance the Rapper. Like obviously, there's so many other ones too. Um, but yeah, Church Young Man's a good name. I actually yeah, really I like, like that. Jelly That's roll. pretty cool. Jelly Roll, even yeah. Is he is he a rapper? Is he country? I don't even know what he's the fuck he is. Start off. I tell you what, he's become one of my favorite artists right now. But he's I, I think he started off like a little rap game. They moved in the country and found his niche. So he's a poser. Uh, he's pretty talented. Um, do we have any draft picks? Yeah, the Cavs have a second round pick. I forgot the number. Um, so don't be surprised if they try to use it as a as part of the trade to get up into the first round if they do, or maybe they sit tight and they draft somebody in the second round. Get up. Um, the one thing for the NBA is if you take a guy in the second round, there's a 99% chance you'll never hear from that guy again. He will go down into the G League, which is the one good thing is I hope they take somebody kind of cool because get to cover next year if I get to cover everything again with Redline, I'll get to see these guys live and in action, so that'll be fun. Um, but don't expect much. I mean, look look back a few years ago. We took a guy like Dylan Windler late in the first round or early second, wherever we got him, and he hasn't amounted to shit. Um, it just that's has a nice NBA shot, is. though. Very He's nice got shot. a great shot. It's fun to watch him at the G League games, but in the NBA, not so much. So um, I don't know. I'm not holding my breath for anything exciting to happen for the Cavaliers unless they make a trade or, you know, make, make a big splash. But uh, but again, to what I was saying, Timbuk Tuesday, you can check that out. Tuesday nights from 6 to 8, exclusively Redline Radio Studio number one. He's holding it down for everybody brown. He is the man, <laughs> the myth, the legend. You like that? That's what I do here. <laughs> Um, well, I have no idea what the fuck we're doing tonight. We I mean, lost it's all out the fucking rails. Now. <laughs> we lost some people on Thursdays and Fridays, so somebody's oh, got to hold it down for the culture. Someone, someone deleted, and that's finally. Tim. Uh, but yeah, so Tim, you can check him out on Tuesday nights, Tim Buck Tuesdays, live on location. Gary Wenner, six to ten, spinning the tunes, and Broad Street South from eight to nine on Wednesdays. Of course, you've got talking about balls seven to nine, the arguably the best show at Redline Radio. Well, certain certain polls don't agree with that. The only argument well. you're going to get is from the people that. Steel City running lights, and their opinion doesn't matter. So it's all about what you think out there, listeners and viewers. Um, I got most popular show for the first time. I'm very proud yeah. and happy about that. What is Congratulations that to Tim. Uh, they forgot to print out his certificate. Otherwise, he'd be holding it up, rubbing it in everybody's That's face okay. right now. But they ran out of ink, and Kinko's, it is what it Kinko's is. missed the order. <laughs> yeah. it, it, was my, it was my logo, because my logo is me, so it would be a lot of ink. Hey, you're not paying for it. You're just the award reciprocant. That doesn't matter. Um <laughs> What's up in the 216? We'll be coming back hopefully soon. Uh, she's still a little banged up, not doing yeah. great. Yeah, she come back in August, though. That's August? Okay, August. perfect. Mark your calendars. It's going to get dirty as shit up in this studio. Uh, I always feel like when we leave, we have to, like, tarp it up like a Gallagher show because her show gets so fucking filthy. But A little, little wet in here. I'm glad we don't have to because we have a full week for everything to dry up and for the windows to be open so the smell can get out, if you know what I mean. Because <laughs> it smells extra sexy in here on Wednesday nights, not just from us. Uh, Thursdays, you've got that guy Dub from three to four. Check him out. Um, always doing great interviews. Say again, Tim. I just said Dub. 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 That's all. Yeah, check out that guy Dub. Dub is in this bitch like a tampon. That's his signature quote. I love it. Uh, if you see that, you know you're in for a good time. Uh, also on Thursday nights, you've got the Lex Vegas show from seven to eight. Check that out. That's Tim's bread and butter. Tim comes to life on that show. I love seeing it. Uh, Lex is a great, great host. He puts on a great show. So definitely check that out. Um, also, you've got Broad Street South from 8 to 9. And if you go on redlineradio.com, there is an exclusive show that you can check out. And it is, of course, 
So oh, check that out. That. Love that show. Every Thursday night. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Friday nights, you know, unfortunately there's a void in my life on Friday nights, if I'm being honest. Um, we we all know who. Friend of show, Grape. I'm going to miss him. Hopefully, hopefully he lands on a new uh, station or whatever sometime very soon. I definitely want to see him doing a show again. But he is no longer with Redline Radio. We miss him dearly. So, in the meantime, he's the not only... dead. He's not dead. I no, mean, he's still he's, alive he's and well. Alive. I said I hope he lands on another okay. show. Right. I didn't say I hope he lands in a coffin or something well, like that. He's alive and Don't well. say that. Don't oh, no, say shit. that. Shit, great. Please go. put yourself in bubble wrap. Do not leave the house for at least a week. Uh, <laughs> unplug every appliance. I don't know what else I can tell you to safe proof yourself, but shit, I, I might have done it again. Hopefully not. No, you, um, you did not. I didn't. That's right. I did not. Um, speaking of things. That we wish we didn't that do. That we wish we could do stuff to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I only said Friday nights. We didn't have to censor that. But Friday night's the only show you could check out on Redline Radio because there's nothing else there. So if you're interested in doing a show at Redline, Friday nights are relatively open. Except for 8 to 10, you have. <laughs> so check that out. Always talking about Another pop culture, show. things like that. Show. Another great show. Back-to-back Thursdays and Fridays. Can't, can't beat that entertainment. Uh, Saturday mornings, you've got Unscripted with Dave, sometimes Adam, sometimes Chipper. Um, did they have a show last week? I didn't see it. I think they did. I was on vacation. Or I was getting no, ready to leave. It was a, uh, it was a repeat. Was a yeah. Repeat. This week, I believe they're live Back with live. Chipper. Uh, Chipper will be there as, as one of the co-hosts. So they are from 10 a.m. till 12 p.m. That is Unscripted. Also on Saturdays, you've got too much information from 6 to 8. And then Comedies and Cocktails with Jen Jen from 8 to 8.30 to 9.30. And your Saturday with a little bit of funny business. Um, studio 2, whenever they decide to come into studio and do a show, you've got Steel City Running Lates from 10 a.m. till 12 p.m. And then 7.30 to 9.30, you've got Loud and Local. Check that out. Give Jeff a shout-out. Um, Jeff just had a concert over the weekend on Saturday night. He and Lisa were putting it together. I was unable to make it because I warned him in advance. I said, we'll see how my flight goes. And I, of course, was late as fuck getting back to town, so I did not make the show. Um, but they have concerts coming up left and right. Speaking of which, August 11th at Lucy's Pub. Check it out. Chris Biggin and Bad Juju. Tickets are $12, $15 in advance. I'm sorry, $12 in advance, 15 at the door. Redline Radio presents the official concert. Can't really see it because, again, they used all the ink printing out a picture of Tim, so it's kind of faint. But it is what it is. So I wish I could do stuff around our schedule. Like, you know, we're we're out of town that weekend, I believe. We're at a Yeah, unfortunately party. that yeah. is another one we're at the bachelor party. So it is what it is. We make do with what we can. We try to appear and, and you know, we try to be present. That's what we do at talking about balls. We try to get ourselves involved in everything and show up to people's events and that's I look at it as, you know, it's one hand washes the other. That's what friends should do and that's what we should do as a group at Red Redline. We should all unite I and it was wash each other's back. No. That's that's only what we do at talking about uh, walls. That we don't true. want to include every other Sorry. show. This tub's that's only so big, thing. you know what I mean? Um, but it takes both of y'all to wash my back. So exactly, I'm already tired just thinking about it. Working at the car wash. Wax on, wax off. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Redline Radio has great great shows. We need to support each other. Do some awesome shit. Um, so go to this. Go to a concert that Jeff's putting together. He puts a lot of effort into it. Uh, if, we, if I could make it, I would be there for sure. Lisa and Jeff are always out there working hard. Everybody's working hard. Tim's always doing comedy shows. I know when Grape was here with Redline, he was doing comedy shows. Lex does comedy shows. So check some of that shit out. Support everybody. Everybody love everybody. Jackie Moon, one of my favorite quotes of all time. In Pride Month, yes. Yes, every month. Everybody love everybody. It's how it always should be. Um, Speaking of love, give some of our sponsors some love, starting with 
Growing Wings Adult Services, they're the official sponsor of the State of the Art Studio 2. Growing Wings Adult Service has over seven years of experience of taking care of adults with disabilities. For more information, call Lisa at 234-334-7547. We love you, Lisa. We do love you, Lisa. Speaking of Studio 2, the people who designed Studio 2 made it what it is and what it looks like. Wiggins Construction and Home Improvement. Bathrooms, kitchens, windows, doors, siding, and much more. Studios, whatever you want to. Residential or commercial, give Will a call today at 440-731-7654 and tell them that Team Redline Radio sent you. Now, you know what would be a really good... This is just... This is an, an ad. What would be a really good promotion for Wiggins Construction if they had before and after photos of the studio? That's true. That's I've never true. seen a before photo. I'd like to see what the studio looked like before yeah, dude, any work. Tim, you know what this looked like before? That wall was gone. This one here? Yeah. Okay. Everything was it was all straight. Just completely open. Yeah. No nice. shit. Okay. Nice. So I mean that's huge. Let's get some before and after pictures yeah. going, Dave. Come on, the marketing, de- marketing one hundred and one. The the desk they did it. Um, oh, they made this desk. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, and I think they fixed the structure under me so I could not fall through the floor. <laughs> hey, reinforcements, no joke. When you're above a bar in a brewery. We don't need Tim falling into a vat of some IPA down there or anything like that. Then again, I don't think he would complain. It would be all right. Would I turn into the Joker? Sort of. You would just turn into an alcoholic. I think that's how that be the works. New, it would be the new brew, ju- juicy SIPA. <laughs> your, your lips would be all red and you'd look all fucked up, but it wouldn't be because of anything like that. It's just cirrhosis of the liver. <laughs> Let me put a smile on that face. Um, hey, that's what IPAs do. If you're looking to get anything to commemorate Tim's win... Of what was it? You got best show, best most uh, popular most show, popular most popular show. show. Studio one. If you're looking for something to commemorate Tim getting most popular show, go to Incredible Keepsakes. Mm-hmm. They could make they'll too probably run out of ink trying to make a shirt with Tim on it, but it's okay. It's worth it. Again, not your money. You're paying for it. That's their problem, not your problem. Uh, they make T-shirts, they make cups, binders, keychains. You name it. Incredible Keepsakes can make it and customize it for you. They are the official merchandise sponsor of Redline Radio and our show host. Call them today at 440-242-9648. Go to their website, IncredibleKeepsakes.com. As Diane would say, cherished moments are meant to last forever. Speaking Just of breweries, like Tim in the bedroom. Speaking of breweries and beer, if you're ever into dating your own cousin, there's a place in Pittsburgh that has great beer. Mike's Beer Bar. They're located across from PNC Park where those pirates play. Uh, Mike's Beer Bar, formerly known as Beerhead, is a premier craft beer destination in Pittsburgh. With 80 rotating taps and over 500 beers, you'll be sure to find the perfect beer for you and your cousin, sister, or sister-wife. Stop in today. Make sure you tell them to your friends that meet me at Mike's. Meet him at Mike's, everybody. That's where the family reunion happens in the orgy. Same spot, one one place. Speed dating. <laughs> Multi-purpose. Um, now, if you want to go and drink some beer in Ohio without people fucking their cousins, at least I don't think so, um, go to Lucy's Pub. Check that out. I, I don't. We don't judge. It's Pride Month. Pride we Month. Don't, hey, whatever. We don't judge. No I don't, judging. You, Love everybody. Shouldn't be proud of that if you're doing that. Um, <laughs> but you can go to Lucy's Pub. They're located at 2218 Broadview Road in Cleveland, Ohio. Michelle and the staff at Lucy's are always committed to giving their guests the best experiences. Join them every Friday night for karaoke and, of course, all your hometown sports games. Give them a call. 216-675-0013. I believe they're doing uh, a trivia tonight. Trivia Wednesdays is the Ooh. new thing they're doing. So if we didn't have the show going on, I'd be down there kicking some ass. I don't know what the nice. prizes are, but I'd probably win because I'm smart as fuck and I read books. That's what I do. Speaking um, of bars, I just booked Vegas, by the way. Oh, yeah, um, I saw that. You're going in what, uh, November? November again. So the place that I didn't check out last time, I guess I should probably try out this time, uh, the Rusty Spur Saloon out in Vegas. Uh, the Rusty Spur Saloon has been voted the biggest hole-in-the-wall bar saloon in the last, well, I guess now three years. I think this is probably Kyle's reading old. an old ad read paper. So They're it's no okay. longer on it. What's that? You're giving them a free plug. They're no longer on the. Oh, ad they reads. got kicked off. They're no longer there. Uh, they got the. Uh, apparently, I don't know. I'm I'm going off the new one Dave gave me. It's a I don't lot have lighter. The new one. It's only a two pager. 
And uh, Tim, am I missing some? They're not on there. To be honest, I'm not sure. Well, fuck just, it. I'm going we off like what beer. Derek gave me. If we like beer, and I like hole in the wall bars, so if you're there, check them out. Um, one thing that has hasn't less left uh, Redline Radio is my love for talking about Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s death. And if you want a Dale Earnhardt pit road diecast, you go to, or if you want a Dale Earnhardt uh, diecast model car, you go to pit road diecast. You tell them talking about balls sent you. And then you take it outside, you drive it around a little bit in the gravel, and then you stick a little Zippo underneath it, and you blow it up. Uh, but you can get all your pit road die, your die casts for NASCAR and shit at Pit Road Diecast. They have all of your diecast needs, 216-355-2347. Mention Redline Radio and receive 10% off of your in-store purchase. Mention Dale Earnhardt and get 3% off the Intimidator. They'll take it right off of there. In Pride Month, Diecast. <laughs> you just upset every cousin in Pittsburgh right now. They're not listening. They're too busy fucking each other right now. <laughs> they can't hear the show. All they hear is the sound of somebody like fisting a jar of mayonnaise. It's <laughs> mushy. It's disgusting. That sounds so disgusting. Mm, yeah. That's Pittsburgh, dude. That's what it sounds like. It's the official sound. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and those are ad reads. That's your ads, everybody. <laughs> Clearly, I need an updated ad read voice. So. I'm just going yeah, to start time, making up just my own ads. Last time Dave was here, he gave me a new one, and there were only, uh, it's only two pages now. There's a lot less. Like, I used to go on a fucking roll with some of these, and now I'm limited. I can only come up with so many goddamn jokes about the same places. That's why I got to keep bringing up Dale Earnhardt. Luckily, he's not going anywhere anytime soon, so those, nah. those won't get old. That fire will never burn out, you know what I mean? Um, so back to the show. Bradley Beal was also traded by Washington. As we were saying before the show. What a transition. <laughs> you like that? What a tra- transition. Speaking of fires, let's talk to Washington Wizards. They suck. Um, they're, they're having a full dumpster fire. They're getting rid of everybody. Bradley Beal uh, was traded first on Sunday. As we mentioned earlier today, Kristaps Porzingis was traded to Boston. And then Kyle Kuzma also declined his player option. So Bradley Beal was traded to the Phoenix Suns in exchange for Chris Paul, <laughs> Landry Shemet, multiple second round picks and multiple pick swaps. Um the Phoenix Suns get Bradley Beal, Jordan Goodwin, uh, there it is, and Isaiah Todd. So it's not a bad trade for Phoenix. It's not terrible. The only problem is though for Washington, what do you do with Chris Paul? Because there's no way that dude's gonna play there when you're projected to be probably the worst team in basketball they're next year. Probably buy him out. But that's the other thing too is if you're Washington then why the fuck did you make that trade if you got next to nothing out uh, of it? I mean, if I'm Chris Paul, I'm fucking retiring, to be honest. No, I agree, but that's what I'm saying is, like, this trade for me doesn't make sense because if you look at Washington, I think it's clear as day. You trade in 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 three days, you trade Bradley Beal, Porzingis, and Kuzma says, see, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. So you're losing your three best players in one week. What do you do now? Because you're in a rebuild. You're going to want to acquire as many assets as possible. Chris Paul is a pretty valuable asset, I would still think. You could probably get something. And the initial rumors that came out, which was ironic, said that he was going to be reunited with um, the Clippers initially. They said he's going to get traded to the Clippers now. He's going back to them. And then all that died, and it said, no, the Clippers aren't actually making serious offers for him. They're not interested because I think most teams realize he will become a free agent. So no one's going to trade a lot of shit to get a guy who more than likely will just be a free agent. What was the salary swap though? Like, was it like pretty... thirty million, give or take? So was it? Were they giving? Were they still unloading a lot of salary when they got Chris Paul in return? Because if they buy him out, they're still saving money. Then technically, they are, but the problem is they're only saving money. Like they're not getting anything they're, out of I it. I mean, they're so not going to get anything Bradley for him. Beal for nothing. Like last year, they gave Bradley Beal a five-year uh, max contract. 
like 30 million a year, give or take, and it included a no trade clause. And then he waived the no trade clause to be traded to Phoenix. So what are they getting for Bradley Beal? You have a a really good player. I won't say superstar, but you have I mean, a maybe they turn player. around and trade Chris Paul again and get some picks for him. That's the thing, though, is they're going to have to find somebody to take him. That's I, I'd have to look at it if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. I think Chris Paul has one year left on his contract, um, and he's due to make, like I said, about thirty million dollars. So I think uh, Washington's going to have to eat some of that money, which I think they can do sure. this year if they're going to tank. You can eat that money. Who gives a shit? And you trade Chris Paul, and you get as much as you can because you're going to stink. You just acquired. Marcus Morris and one draft pick for Kristaps Porzingis, which is nothing. You tr- you lose Kyle Kuzma as a free agent for nothing because right. he declined his contract, so he's an unrestricted free agent. So you're losing all this talent where you're going to be the worst team in the league more than likely. For what? What do you have to show for it? Getting Chris Paul was not the player I would have tried to get in that trade unless I had another trade lined up. Just buying him out for nothing is fucking it's really stupid in my opinion. That's just me though. What do you guys think? I, I honestly I, I don't it didn't make sense to me to trade him to Washington because when I when I saw that I'm like he has to go and yeah, how he, he not, wants to he wants to ask to be traded right now. How did they not find a third team? In the NBA it's it's full of three team deals and yeah. things like that. How did they not find somebody else to come in to be like, okay well, we'll take Chris Paul and we'll give you all of this. Yeah. Like, how did they not find somebody to do that? I find that, like, mind-boggling, but maybe... I, I think that there's going to be another trade here for Chris Paul. Something's going to happen. Either they're just going to suck it up and buy him out and just eat it, I guess, or they're going to find a partner to get maybe get some late draft picks for him yeah. in return. But, I mean, I just like it doesn't make sense to me, though. That's what I was going to say, too, is maybe, maybe the rest of the NBA is kind of like, nah, I'm good. A, I doubt play, people want to give him... If you're an owner or a GM... Do you want to pay that guy $30 million? Yeah. Like, no, there's no He's not way. the Chris Paul of old. He's not, he's he's not even the not Chris even Paul a shell. of late. Like, yeah, he's he's he's, and he's he's nothing anymore. Like, he's not worth shit. So, for him, he needs to, I would say, try to get bought out by Washington, but that's going to be hard to do because I don't know how buyouts work exactly, to be honest. It's one thing I'm not too familiar with. Um, well, they, th- they strike a deal to buy out the rest of your contract. So, they could it agree does- to be like, all right, listen, you could either stay here in Washington yeah. for thirty million, or we'll buy you out for ten million. Yeah, he's and the biggest playoff choke artist. He, like, he really, and that's the biggest thing too. Is if you're like the rumors immediately said he's going to the Lakers. He gets traded. They said, well, he's going to get bought out. He's going to join LeBron. He's going to play in LA. If he does that, or if you're LeBron, are you happy about that? Mm-hmm. Are you excited? Well, you however, don't, you don't need him to do anything. And that's what I was going to say. LeBron can still man man point. He can do whatever. Yeah. Chris Paul just needs to facilitate a little bit, and then you'll still have Anthony Davis because if you sign him, you don't have to give anything up. So it's possible. But then I, I saw an article today or a little a video, and these people were discussing, does Chris Paul, he's made pr- approximately $300 million in his career in the NBA. Does he go for another payday, or does he say, fuck it, I'll take as little as I can get to if I'm, be if, on a contender? I'm Chris Paul, I'm going for a ring. I would agree. At this point, he's the only one. You of the made the money. You have investments. Have you're not. You're going to be fine the rest of your life. Just go for a ring now. Yeah. Go to the Nuggets. And the other thing too, though, that would be interesting. <laughs> one thing I read though is that he, he and his family, they still live on the West Coast. That's why the Clippers were brought up immediately as a team he would go to because yeah. they still live out on the West Coast. So my guess is he's going to end up on a team in the West Coast. But is that going to be the Warriors, the Clippers, the Lakers, hell, the Kings? I mean, they're pretty See, damn good See, the Warriors team. are interesting, too. You throw that in there because what's the one thing the Warriors really don't have? A legit point a guard. A legit point guard. And then they a had team, Draymond Green uh, running point. Steph Curry is a point guard. Yeah, he, but he's, he's more not, of a shooting guard. Yeah, he's a shooter. He needs he needs screens to get open. He's not creating yeah. his own shots. But could you – I mean, I'm just – Or I, I take that back. 
he can create his own shot, but he's not getting guys open. Like he doesn't have a ton of yeah, assists. And like could you imagine a and Chris Paul can still pass it, right? Oh, 100 percent And you see Curry coming off those those screens and, and pick and rolls on the outside, and you have a ball coming to you from Chris Paul. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of interesting right there. For sure. Because I mean, the Warriors are gonna lose Draymond Green, I think, more than likely. He uh he declined his option for like 30 million also. Welcome to Cleveland. Ugh. Oh, just I'd be kidding. Disgusted. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um am I? No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't think him. he I don't I don't know who picks him up. Uh, he'd probably go like the Philly, or he'll probably go to. Can they afford him? Boston, maybe. He's gonna go to Memphis. Miami. I don't think I don't know if any of these guys can afford him. Like that's a that's he's gonna want a hefty contract if he he already has th- four, four championships. He's a four time champion. He already he already sent a message out to LeBron about what on Twitter he said something like LeBron like uh, let's meet up at uh, whatever but let's get together and shoot around for a while whatever and I'm, I wouldn't doubt if he's trying to leak. And honestly, into, that's one thing. Uh, that's one thing that I keep seeing, but like I guess my brain doesn't want to believe it because I love LeBron. I don't want to see him play with Draymond Green, but I guess those two those two are together, friends. Yeah, those they're, are friends. they're legitimately friends. On that show that he does on HBO, they they come on and talk all the time. Yeah, they're they're legit friends, and and every rumor I've seen is that Draymond with the Lakers and LeBron is very very real. It's not a bad fit. It's not. I just don't want to see it because I love LeBron. I can't. I don't want to root for Draymond Green. You bring you bring Draymond in to do what he does, right? And it's just fuck with the Be other team. Be a piece team. of shit. What's that? Be a piece of yes, shit. Yes, that, that exactly. But you bring him on the team to get not very big minutes. Come off the bench. Try to get get and fuck with other people's heads. Get out there. Get a couple of rebounds. Some some valuable minutes. You know, plays eight nine minutes a game and does what he does. But that's the thing, though, is it really is going to depend on what he wants because the Lakers don't have a lot of money, so he can't get some mega contract. It's going to have to be he comes in and takes like whatever they can offer, right? Or maybe they they have to agree on some sort of sign and trade with the Warriors. That's really the only thing he can do because I don't, the Lakers, I don't think, can sign I, him. Here's outright. the thing: the Lakers fucked up with last year, though. Is that we, all the jokes about the Lakers last year, beginning of the season, were what they were the old man crew. Yes, they brought in all these old vets and and loaded this team that looked that couldn't great. Shoot threes for shit last right, year, right? Right until and they so, till the trade deadline. Right, so they got rid of half that that old men talent and brought in younger kit people to work around LeBron, and they were successful. I just think. Yes, I think Draymond might end up going there, but I think it'd be a mistake. I think Le- I think the Le- I think LeBron needs to. I think the Lakers need to go a different route next year. Now it'll never happen, I don't think, because athletes. As much as in my head, I think that they they play for the love of the game. I understand it's easy for us to say you don't need the money. Like yeah. take 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 pennies, go go play for nothing. But at the same time, I do understand that. Like yeah, sure. And this is the thing a lot of like normal fans don't really think about, but it's real, is sure, a guy signs just hypothetically, we'll say a $100 million contract. You look at that and you go, wow, that guy just made $100 million. Then taxes. He didn't. Taxes, agent fees, lawyer fees, all the shit you have to pay to be in the Players Association. A couple baby mamas, some Yeah, some you're side paying hustle. child supports, whatever. You're paying mortgages on nice houses that you bought. Like that $100 million quickly turns into like, and again, I say this as like... <laughs> It's a shitload of money, but yeah, that that hundred million turns into like thirty million. Oh, we feel like such that. we feel such pity. And then for it's like, guys. yeah, you son of a bitch, try living <laughs> off of only thirty million. <laughs> but I can't do that. The money does die like dwindle down very quickly. Speaks. So it's it's easy to say like Chris Paul, sure he made three hundred million on contracts, yeah, paper. But in real life, he probably pulled in over a hundred. Nah, he's got that lucrative sure. State Farm he, deal. He's so. got State Farm. He just put out a book. He's doing a book tour right now, so he's making some money on the side, but. But again, this is all shit that it's easy to say you've made plenty right. of money. Go play for the vet minimum with the Lakers. At the end if, of your career, it's always nice to snag that one more big deal 
and just oh, kind of goes like he Odell Beckham. Odell already, Beckham though. snagged it with Baltimore. He got that one more big I deal. I still don't understand that. That's Sashi Brown. The, <laughs> what irritates me is Sashi Brown works in the front office of the Baltimore <laughs> Ravens now, and that son of a bitch let Mitchell Schwartz walk when he was the best right tackle in football because he initially turned down their their first contract and he said, "I just kind of want to see what's out there." And then he came back and said, "Okay, I'll take that contract." And Sashi Brown said, "Nope, it's gone." He went on to be the the best right tackle in football for multiple years, win a Super Bowl with the with the Chiefs, and then Sashi Brown goes, and everyone's like, "Well, that's just how he is. He's stubborn. He makes great business decisions." And then he signs Odell Beckham Jr. to like twenty million dollars. I don't fucking get it. I'm happy it's with the Ravens because kudos to them. You got a guy on one leg. Because I mean, the right receiver. tackle was the reason we didn't win many games. No, it's just the principle of you, you, we weren't in a position to lose <laughs> talent when you had Joe Thomas, you had Joe Batonio, you had at the time, I think we still had Alex Mack, or maybe we didn't. I don't remember who we had at center at that time. And then we had Mitchell Schwartz. That's a great offensive line. Like you're, you're not far away. If you draft the other people, right? Who's the quarterback? Uh, at that time we let him go when we had, I don't remember, honestly. Was it Johnny Manziel? No, no, no. It was way after that. It was, I mean, Mitchell Schwartz was drafted. Like, he just won, his, he won the Super Bowl with the Chiefs. I, I'll, I'll, I, I'd have to look it up, but probably. The point was, it didn't yeah. matter. No, Manziel, I think, was way out of the league at that time, maybe. But, um, but yeah, the Browns fucked that up. Um, there he is. Dub's in this bitch like a tampon. I said that quote earlier, because every time you see it, you know you're in for a good time. Check out Dub tomorrow again. Three to four. That guy, Dub, I'm sure he's going to have a great interview. I, I didn't see anything this week of who he's got. I don't know. Do you know, Tim? I don't. Okay. Well, we'll wing it. We'll see what happens. Um, so we've been winging it all night, folks. You've, if you haven't, yeah, we're just all over the place tonight. Structure, schmuckster. <laughs> we don't give a fuck you, about structure You anymore. saying structure, no, you don't care is weird to me. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm in Twilight Zone we're right still, now. It's definitely different. We're going to cover. <laughs> right, Tim? Right? I'm, I'm scared right now. We're going to cover all the topics. We're going to cover all the topics, but we're also... Like, I'm waiting for Justin to put, like, a tray of testicle balls or some bold balls and be like, and here's the twist you all waited for. I feel like Pee Wee Herman. Kyle just said the magic word. No, I'm just kidding. I just pull out, like, a tray of balls. Um, so uh, no, he's, 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 he's interviewing Gene Miller, which is another fellow co- uh, comic. Oh, hell yeah. Check that out tomorrow. Nice. Three to four. That guy, Dub, he's going to have Gene Miller on. Check that out. Always a good interview. Dub gets great interviews. I'll give him that. And they're always all over the place. He gets comedians, musicians, everything, rappers, whatever. All over the spectrum. It's awesome. Check that out. Um, but yeah, I just thought I thought about our show, and that's why I changed up the the look of the background. That's why we fucked with the camera angles last week. You guys got to see my big Juno's real close. Um, I like mixing things up. I like having fun. I thought I was the show was getting kind of stale for me every week. It, it felt like homework. I like the addition of the personal stuff at the touch the beginning I'm of like, the show. I like. Let that. me write up my homework, and then I submit it to Teacher Tim, and then next thing you know. We we start our show and I'm just I think reading next, down a list. I think, I think on it's July fifth. I think July fifth we should not do any notes. Just know what we're talking about and go with it. I don't think I could do that. My body, <laughs> my body won't let me be that unprepared to where I'm Come sitting on, here do like. Come on, do a Tim Buck Tuesday. Do it unscripted. All right, fuck it. All right, July we're doing 5th. it. July fifth. July fifth. Off no the fucking rails. Man, we don't want to get sued. We can't say unscripted. No script for the show. We can't say unscripted. It's copywritten. See, Dave's already called me out. I saw that. Well, I, I quoted. I said, "Do a Timbuktu." Yeah, you, you, the a, way you said it was fine. Yeah. We're not allowed to say we're doing non-script. We're doing non-script. We could be. T- we could talk about sports, personal life, shit that just happened in the last two weeks. It's going. It's going to be off the rails. For me, it's going to be probably like this. I'm going to be like. Fuck! I need a Tylenol. I'm gonna be hungover as shit. <laughs> he's gonna have a, he's gonna have a note like somewhere just just in case. He's gonna have like a promo written in his hand, like uh, the Rock back in the yeah, day. I'm gonna wave to the thing, and everyone's gonna be like, "What's that?" Like, oh, nothing, nothing. Bullet points. 
Um, but no, we we can do it. We'll go. We'll go. Fucking, we're winging it. I like this. I we're like gonna, it. Let's bring in some chicken wings. We're winging it. Um, yeah. July fifth. That got Tim I love excited. Chicken wings. I do too, dude. I'm so excited. Uh, this Saturday, my buddy's birthday is at Pounders, and all I can think about rails. is the fucking wings. Call it off the rails. We'll come up with something. Off the rails isn't bad, but I'm. I, I, I pride myself on cleverness. I'll come up with something. Our, the title of that episode is going to be something good, I'm sure. Nice. Um, but yeah, July 5th. Fuck it. We're going to see what happens. Um, Just the only, letting it hang. I take that back. We will have one note. Okay. Because I, I said earlier for Andre that we are doing the Brown schedule yes. game. So that's the one that's thing. That's one topic. Death, taxes, Brown schedule game. Everything Guaranteed. else. Everything Guaranteed. Else, everything else is going to be off the rails. Yeah, I don't know what else I'm going to say. Not- <laughs> not scripted sounds still kind of similar to unscripted just letting it hang yeah there we go hanging balls letting them hang hanging loose um and yeah, we'll figure something out but <clears throat> that'll be july 5th um but yeah so back to this trade uh what we were talking about with bradley beal and the the wizards are in full tank mode um i don't know i just for me i need i need to see what happens with uh chris paul see what situation goes there and as i was saying until I saw a squirrel was um, <laughs> squirrel. I can call myself out on it when I know when I go on our tangent. Um, but I'd like to see if it, if if athletes really would band together for cheap money and just to try to win. Like think about this. Let's say Chris Paul gets bought out. Let's say Draymond says, "Fuck it, I'm a free agent. I will take the league minimum to come play in LA with, to be with LeBron James." And Chris Paul says, I will do the exact same thing. And you have a starting five of LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Chris Paul, Draymond Green, and then I don't know who else their two would be. I don't remember what their starting lineup was or who they would have. Maybe Rui Hachimura. I really don't know who their guy sounds would be. A lot like, Austin uh, Reeves maybe would be the two. Sounds a lot like their starting lineup last year of Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and whoever the fuck their center was. Yeah, but... Damn, who the fuck was their center? Adding... Draymond and well, Anthony Davis technically was the center. Yeah. Um, I don't remember who their power forward. Like LeBron played power forward for some of the season. So <laughs> they got who? Uh, uh, what's his name? Who's your mama? Yeah, Rui Hachimura. And uh, I like the Who's Your Mama sounds better. Austin Reeves. Who's your mama is for me is T.J. Hushmanzada. That's how what I always say. T.J. Hushmanzada. Back from the Chris Bengals. Berman, TJ, who's your mama? Yeah, he was great. Berman, he's still he's still alive. He's still he? alive. They still they still oh. wheel him out there, throw him on a TV. Oh no, did I just curse him? Oh, he's still. He's I still just alive. cursed Berman. Oh shit. Ah uh, shit. I mean, hey, you can know what? A, can we make a, a death Deadpool list for somebody, this show? Somebody had to be sacrificed, so so grape isn't. So Chris Berman, sorry about your luck. Any um, any time we say someone's still alive, we're gonna put him on a Deadpool list. And we'll see who lives the longest. That'll be our next episode. We'll just be me going down a list of people that I've accidentally had killed, apparently. Do not talk about me. <laughs> Ever. I only talk about you with love, my friend. Don't you worry about that. Um, but, yeah, so I'd be very curious to see if the Lakers do yeah. something like that, if the Lakers can can acquire these guys, but they're going to have to do it in a very strategic way because they don't have a lot of money to play with. So, again, it's put your money where your mouth is. Draymond Green has made plenty of money with the Wizards, Draymond, or with the Warriors. Draymond Green has just turned down $30 million or whatever it was, 23 or 30 I forgot exactly what it was, but he turned down a shitload of money to leave the Warriors, to be an unrestricted free agent. Now, there's still a chance the Warriors are just, he did this on purpose to get a new contract from the Warriors, kind of like what uh, Carlos Boozer said he was going to do to the blind man Gordon <laughs> Gunn, that piece of shit. Carlos Boozer is a piece of shit, not Gordon Gund. I would never talk bad about a nice old blind man. Um, 
but oh, sure. But Gilbert's kid on the fucking radar. That's he wasn't funny. a nice old blind man. He was a young kid in a fucking bow tie. Totally apples to oranges, Kyle. Apples to oranges. Was a young kid. In yeah, a bow sorry. Tie. Um, there's our there's our first edit of the night. He um, might be he he might still be in that bow tie. We don't probably the same bow tie. I got a feeling. Yeah, I didn't see the funeral, but I got a feeling. Yeah, bow tie for um, sure. But yeah, so um, <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh, uh, Carlos Boozer. So Carlos Boozer, Squirrel! the story the story was that Carlos Boozer told the Cavs like I'm going to opt out and I want to or I want to be like let out of my contract and I'm going to re-sign a bigger contract. And then he ended up leaving us for the Bulls. Carlos Boozer has since come out and, and discredited that and said that that's not exactly what happened. But as a fan of the Cavs, fuck you. I'm sticking to that story because that was when LeBron was here. We could have had a nice little thing going. Uh, you fucked up, Boozer. You fucked up. Um, but yeah, I mean, Draymond could be doing something like that. I highly doubt it. I think his time in, in Golden State's done. I think they're done with him. They're fed up with his antics. Oh yeah, his attitude alone, he's, he's done. Um, but yeah, him playing with LeBron would be cool. But again, how are the how the fuck are they going to do it? Because you're gonna he's either going to want a shitload of money that they don't have, or he has to come for dirt cheap, or maybe a sign and trade. So you're losing assets one way or the other. And is Draymond Green worth it? In mm. my opinion, no. No, I don't think so. So we'll see what happens with the Lakers. Um, but you know, the the another team in the West. Do you think this addition of Bradley Beal makes the Suns a bigger threat? They will now be going into next season with Bradley Beal. No. Um, as of right now, they have DeAndre Ayton, but I've heard a lot of rumors that he's on the trade block. Um, you've got Devin Booker, and obviously you have Kevin Durant. So does this make them a bigger threat? There's still only one basketball. Agreed. And there's a lot of people on that team who want that basketball. <laughs> and you lose, I mean, call it what you want. The nickname for Chris Paul was Point God because he was a very good passer and a very good point guard. So... Um, losing somebody like that, I think, is a bigger thing because the point guard is technically the um, the quarterback, if you will, of the... Oh, yeah, he did go to the Jazz first, then he went to the Bulls. Whatever, fuck Carlos Boozer. Um, but you, they're the quarterback of your team. They're yeah. the ones running everything, and they don't have a great one right now. When you had a guy like Chris Paul, it's good. I think that made a difference. It's going to be very interesting what kind, of, what kind of offense they run, but it still runs through KD. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Booker's your second one that's going to run through. Beal's going to want to get his time and his touch in the ball. And then if you keep Aiton on the team, he's going to want his touches too. And that's the other thing, though, is I'm, I'm hearing a lot of rumors of Aiton. And we'll, we'll, let's talk a little bit about some NBA rumors that I've heard. Um, I heard one that says the Portland Trailblazers are going to go hard after Bam Adebayo. Really? Hard. They have a lot of assets they could give up. They have the number three overall pick. They've got. Uh, I heard. Anthony I did see the rumor. Simmons, was that the rumor that had uh, Lillard going to Miami? And that's the other rumor that I heard was that Miami is super interested in Damian Lillard. Ooh, it's almost like a Cabo made in heaven there. But no, the problem is is that Portland would want to keep Lillard. They'd want Lillard and Adebayo because they think that they need a big defensive center to help them get over the hump. That's what's, what they what's think. Greg, what's Greg Oden doing? Is he available? He's to play? available. <laughs> yeah, oh, he can play. He, yeah, he did well need, for him. I think they need more than Bam. Like, I mean, no, I, I agree. That's the weird thing I, that I saw. I, I love Dame. Um, I think. Dame really got the short end of the stick for sure. Like he, you know, when he had uh, CJ, it was dope, and um, and Nick Batum, that was, you know, that was like their best team. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they fucked up by getting rid of CJ McCollum. Why they did that, I don't understand. They didn't get anything great for him. Um, that that was a head scratcher of a move because since that, since they did that trade, they've had no success. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying CJ McCollum would have been a key to success for Portland, but it would have helped instead of just Damian Lillard trying to carry everything. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, Dave says Jared Allen might go to the Blazers. I mean, the Cavs, in my opinion, are they should be extremely interested in a small forward that can shoot and can 
play some defense because that's our biggest weak link because we don't have a legitimate small forward on this team. Um, so that needs to be the number one thing they go after. Losing Jared Allen, don't get me wrong, I'm pissed off at him for against the Knicks, but I don't think you get rid of him. I think he's still he's one year removed from being an all-star. He was one of the best centers in basketball. I think he can get back to that form. He had some injuries this year. Uh, I would take Kyle Kuzma in a second, but... I mean, he's a free agent now. It's the same thing. Is he going to come here for dirt cheap? They, they did. We they, can't afford him. It's a so. very that's a very small rumor of the Kuzma making kind of sense for the Cavs. Oh, he would make a ton of sense after the shit talking about Cleveland fans. though, would be hilarious. No, but he did it all in fun. <laughs> I know. Like, I know. I, I actually I had huge respect for him after that. Like I became a big Kyle Kuzma fan after he he did all that talking shit. It, was it would funny. be funny to bring him in though. I would love it. But I'd he buy, would be a great asset. To I'd buy team. a Kuzma jersey right out of China. Kelly Oubre talked about him earlier. Hate him, Dave. He is. Statistically, analytically speaking, one of the worst basketball players in, in 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 the league. So if we got him, that is not something I would be excited about. Let's not get him stuck on a tangent. And again, I'm not Dave. I'm not big on Harrison Barnes anymore either. Nor am I. That's a couple, you're, you're couple years ago, maybe. You're but. scratching the bottom of the barrel if you get a guy like Harrison Barnes at this point. He's not somebody that's going to take you over to the next step. So I guess Kobe Altman, he blew my fucking balls off last year with that Donovan Mitchell trade. I did not see it coming. In Kobe, we trust. So exactly, I, I unless all you're I can in a helicopter, is, then we don't trust it. Very much. Different Kobe, different spelling. Oh, sorry, all I can bad. do is trust Kobe Altman and just assume he will be doing the right thing and making a smart decision. So that's the best we can do as Cavaliers fans is trust him. Because um, I, there's no way you stand pat with this roster that you had last year. That roster showed you that it has glaring holes. It needs. So many new things, so many additions, and I think the Cavs are going to make some moves. So Did I'm you excited kill for that. Kobe? Did I kill Kobe? No, I actually I, I didn't really talk about him. I was never a fan. I had nothing to do with that one. I thought it was fake at first when I heard when I saw the news pop up because so it was during, I. It was during like, COVID. I I'm like, that's not real. During, no, it was before COVID. It was right January, before COVID. Right. It January, was. and I remember, yeah, it was a Sunday afternoon. It's like that's not real. And I'm like, Buddy's, Kobe Bryant. Buddy's a two. Yeah, Buddy Heald would not be a great fit. He we. He he he's good enough to start, and we don't need him to start for us. We need a we need a three, Dave. We need a three. Hmm. Um, so there's three out in L.A. We could probably bring back if you want. Yeah, he'd be dope. Uh, he'd be okay. I think he'd fit just right in. <laughs> I would be very happy about that he's one. He's not coming. Speaking no, of the guy I'm out not in L.A., breath can we jump that. back to what this guy brought us back in 2016? That was the topic I wanted to get to. Oh, we're gonna talk about it. I got, you're I got killing it all, me. You're jumping on all the topics I want to talk about tonight. I got a, in my head. I know what I'm you doing. No I just don't want to. Tell I don't know you who you are. I don't know who you are tonight anymore. I don't either. That's I'm, why, I'm confused. That's why we're having a good time. Oh, so we had a couple a good things. Time, I'm lost. We had a couple things we wanted to talk about <laughs> that that took us down a trip down memory lane. One of the things, speaking of that guy from LA, um, that fits right into our next segment here of <laughs> our favorite NBA championship not affiliated with the Cavaliers. Ooh. And I'll start because you mentioned that guy from LA. Mine personally, I did my homework bubble, on this one. Was the bubble championship for LeBron James oh. when America and the world needed somebody to bring them out of the depths of COVID hell? Jeez. Who was there? None other than Mickey Mouse and LeBron James. And they brought the world back to normal, at least as close to normal as you could playing in an empty basketball arena. But LeBron James won a championship with the Lakers, and that was his first non Cleveland championship since coming to Cleveland and winning a championship. Because when he won those two in Miami, fuck him. I hated him. My Facebook memories Ooh. around this time are just a, and like from 2010 to 2014 are all fuck LeBron. Justin's going to hate me. Go all Mavs. Go everybody else. I don't like that at all. Don't <laughs> like that. Nope. Um, but yeah, my favorite non-Cavaliers championship. I was really doing some thinking about it. And I was like, you know, obviously the the great series of 2001, I think it was, the, the Sixers and the Lakers. Allen Iverson, that was awesome, but Allen Iverson didn't win, so that championship can go suck a dick uh, in Pride Month. 
I, that wasn't a that wasn't a bash. That was Not nice. In Pride Month. That was nice. I didn't mean anything by it. Um, Everyone love everybody. But my favorite championship, personally, is LeBron winning the championship in 2020. Uh, I remember watching every game. I was really excited to see LeBron get another ring because when he came back to Cleveland and won us that championship, all I wanted for him was to win a championship every year for the rest of his career at that point. I just wanted him to keep winning them, get more than Jordan. Let's end this fucking debate of who's the best player of all time. It would just be LeBron's got eight. Like he, LeBron has nine championships. You can't touch that. Like I wanted something like that. Hasn't happened. Came close. Made it to the NBA or the Western Conference Finals this year. But the 2020 championship is my favorite non-Cleveland NBA championship in my lifetime because there's other players that I loved who won championships, like Kevin Garnett, one of my favorite players of all time. Fuck when he was him. when he was with Minnesota. Then he goes and wins a ring with Boston. So fuck him and fuck that ring. I can't support that. Damn. That's just how I am as a person. So I I have a lot of players that I really loved. The other one that I, I, I also kind of like a lot, uh, but it didn't make the cut, was the Mavericks in 2010, the Dallas Mavaliers beating the Heat because I love Dirk Nowitzki. Him winning that championship was incredible. He led that team that had no business beating the super team in Miami. So those are my top two, but I'm going to give it to LeBron just because of a personal love for LeBron. I love Dirk Nowitzki, but LeBron is always going to be at the top for me. Oof. So I've okay. So I I put my list together based on what I enjoy, what series and championship series I enjoyed watching the most. Right, my favorite. It's not really my favorite championship because anything outside of Cleveland's not my favorite. But these were the series I enjoyed watching the most because they were just exciting. Sure. My number one was a '98 one, Bulls Jazz, okay. Jordan's final one. That little call to push off because it probably was a push off. 100. He hit that shot. Definitely it was just off. one of those iconic shots, and you know it was a hell of a series, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, my next one was the 2005 Spurs and Pistons series. That was a hell of a back and forth series. Yeah, that's the the Spurs took it, but that's back when they had Rip and Rasheed and yeah. Duncan and um, uh, what's so, his face that jumped on every fucking team back in the day. Uh, um, uh, no, no, for the Spurs, he was oh, a good three point shooter. Um, um, wait, uh, Horace Grant? No, not Horace Grant. Robert Horry. Robert Horry. Yeah. yeah. So that, that was a fun series to watch because that that was. I mean, he has more rings than Jordan, by the way. That's mm-hmm. true. And nobody wants to talk about that. And then my Jordan's third, best player of all time. He has more rings. And then my who? third one was because Robert Ory would like to enter the chat. The, the third one was my was the uh, 2013 championship yep. of uh, the Spurs and the Heat, only because of that Ray Jesus Jesus Shuttlesworth Jesus! shot in the corner that less than like two seconds to go drops that three in the corner. That was a hell of a series. Apparently, he can float like Jesus because he was on he was out of bounds. He was on the line. <laughs> Who's on the line? But no, I, those are my those are my three favorite series that I've seen outside of the Cleveland Championship Series. Ironically, mine was the thir- 2013 as well. It was the shot. It was the shot. Like <laughs> traitors. I don't Listen. even know you. You guys didn't know me today. I don't know you anymore. <laughs> Chris Bosh getting that that rebound. Oh uh, yeah. Like the traveling, traveling to look for and then passing Ray it to Allen. Ray Allen, who's sitting in the front row on a travel and then shoots a three. <laughs> From next to the popcorn dispenser. But I will tell you why it was so amazing. Like, oh, I enjoyed that anyway. Uh, you look at, they go to the bench, Tracy McGrady sitting on the bench. And then, like, Tracy McGrady's finally getting the ring. And then Ray Allen hits the shot. And then, no, uh, Tracy McGrady doesn't get a ring. I love Tracy McGrady, too. I'm a big so, like, Tracy McGrady fan, too. I wanted so him to win that ring. At man. that time, I was still very bitter. Very One of the I best under, underrated basketball players LeBron. of all time, Tracy McGrady. And Penny Hardaway, too, to be honest. Those and two. And just had a lot of injuries. I loved him. When he was with the Magic, That dude could awesome. ball. That dude I have could his, ball. Uh, I got it from China, albeit, but I still love it. I have the Raptors jersey with the, the Raptor on the front. My favorite basketball jersey of all time, easily. 
is that one. So we pissed um, Justin off so much. No, my, he's flustered. My papers were a little too close to the edge right there. I didn't realize how close they were. Flustered. I, I hit him. Um, my other one was. I don't need notes okay. anyway. Fuck it. We're going rogue. <laughs> right. <laughs> and my other one was, uh, which I just, I think I was just super impressed because uh, the 04 Lakers had. You had well, well, Gary like Payton. Gary had Gary Payton, Carl Malone, Glenn Rice, Shaq, and Kobe, and lose to the Pistons. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah but, <laughs> but they had them when they were all like 20 years in the league. They fact, were old as, as fuck. As much as I hate Detroit, that Piston team, like 2003, 4, 5, the, that, team was, that team was pretty solid. Yeah. Rip They're and like the Chauncey. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, well, it's crazy now. how good they were. Um, I, I obviously hated them because of their how much they beat up the Cavs. I know, but that would mean... Ba- 2007, LeBron got the best of them. Basketball skill alone, that team was was pretty good, though. <laughs> oh, was that Tayshawn Prince back? The little lefty Tayshaun, dude? They had yep. Tayshawn Prince. Yeah, they had, a, they had a good team. I hated them. Tayshawn, Chauncey, Rip, She, Ben. Is that Rip that had the uh, one, two, and then one outside, and then, the then he shot the... Yeah. Then they yeah. have Maxie, um, or Maxwell. No, it wasn't Maxie. It was Maxwell. Uh, Freeman? No. Uh the then they had a uh, I think he was number twenty four for um for them I believe he was twenty four I thought twenty four was Tayshawn Prince and I could be mistaken I don't remember it's been a long time it's been a while it's been a hey, while Ben Wallace too yeah yeah I remember that team all too well I hate him I mean personally probably my favorite playoff series of all time was that two thousand seven Cavs uh, Pistons series that went that seven was didn't so it? fucking good uh, I think. And LeBron, when LeBron scored like twenty something straight points, is that the, the year that he, is that the year that he brought all the high school kids to the finals against the Spurs? They, sh- <laughs> they should have stayed home. That's all I can say. <laughs> that, the, the Lakers, the Lakers versus the Magic. That that series was fun. Yeah, with Dwight Howard. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. I forgot about that, but they they can go fuck themselves too because they beat the Cavs that year. Anybody that beat the Cavs, I don't want any oh, of those years. That's the series. The Cavs that LeBron hit that half court shot to yeah. carry the game to the next season. Yeah, to, to the next then, game. I gave my mom the play by play because she was at work. I'm on the phone with her, and like I'm like, mom, it's a couple seconds left. I'm laying down on the couch. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, LeBron gets the ball at the top of the corner. He he, he shoots. And he hits it. I jump off the couch. Like I clear the couch. Didn't touch anything. <laughs> I mean, it was amazing. I remember that. How, how excited were you, Tim? I was excited. Superman. <laughs> I don't even know how I got up. I looked up like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, that was seriously a fucking incredible, incredible game. Um, I loved all that shit with LeBron. It's it's crazy. Like somebody on Twitter the other day was posted. A bunch of old LeBron highlights, just of how athletic he was back in the day, and the shit that he could. And it's just I watched it, and I was like, man, I am so glad that I did not take this for granted. And then I watched every Cavaliers game that I could. Um, I, I was zoned in, like every LeBron memory for his career. I'm gonna know it and like remember it because I saw it all and I loved it. He and said that documentary's gonna so be good. fire when it comes out of here for I, him. I watched the Heat a lot too. Like I was, I was. I, that's I, the other thing too is they the were on. I didn't hate LeBron when he left. ESPN so. put him on every fucking day, Dude, so you Bat- couldn't get away. Batman from Batman LeBron down in Miami was. <laughs> He got that look in his eyes. He had the mask on his face and everything when he got hurt. And yeah. they had a 22-game win streak or 25 yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that, that was a good team. They really were, but they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> theme of tonight is go fuck yourself, folks. That's why we're here. Yourself. The only thing that matters about LeBron is when he came to Cleveland and then years after. Everything before that doesn't matter. Um, speaking of his time with the Cavaliers, yeah. now, is, now is what Kyle was trying to hint at earlier, but I skipped it on purpose because nobody tells me how to do my, my show. My feng shui tonight is all off. Um, no, that's what I do. I fuck with everything. I like to I like to spice it up. That's what I do. Um, so with that being said, I wanted to hear 
I want to, if you're in the comments, if you're watching right now, you want to type it in there. Obviously, don't make it too long because I'm not going to read a fucking novel. But um, if you want to tell me what what exactly did you do or where were you when the Cavaliers won the championship in 2016? I have a very vivid memory of this. I'll never forget it. I will tell you guys. I won't go first. I went first last time. I will wait. Um, Tim, but, go ahead, Tim. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'll let, we'll let Tim start. I don't mind. Um, so... <sighs> Uh, and this uh, doesn't just have to be game seven. It could be a buildup. Like it could be like you, 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 you had to call off work and like you know anything. Throw in any little thing you want to go in. Any any little nugget. So I didn't call off work, um, but I uh, you know I was watching the game, watching the you know watching all the games obviously, um, and we went down three one. Um, I actually put up a video, or I think he put up a video or put up a post. I'm like I I still believe, like I still believe we can do this. Um, when we won game six, I was just like, wow, like we have a chance. Okay. Watching game seven, I'll never forget it because I was with my uh, ex's family, my ex-wife's family. Um, and, but we were at our house. Um, and I'm watching the game. They're like, they're just not sports enough for me. I'm like, you guys suck. You don't even know what you're talking about. I would have been miserable <laughs> with that. <laughs> Let's watch uh, home, 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 home. Um, Is there anything else on TV right now, Tim? <laughs> right. So I'm watching this game, and I'm like, oh my god, we're close. Like we're still in it. Like because you know that whole game six, that whole game seven, like it was close. Every it was other back, game, I mean, every other game was either like blowouts. like blowouts or like you you just like the game. The teams were up enough that you knew who was gonna win. Yeah. This game. Literally, I don't think the the margin went ten plus at all anywhere. It no, could have been, but I, I don't think th- at halftime it was something like that. It might have been like nine. I think we were down by quite a bit around halftime because we came out of the half, and that's when Jr. hit like two straight threes, yeah. and that brought us back because we were down a little bit. Yeah. But that was it. Like that was the only big lead for either team. Like so, we, I'm watching this game. I'm like we're still like I've never felt so like good about this game like i was like we're still in the game like the they don't they they're not getting out they're not uh they're not able to take off and i've noticed like the games that wasn't wasn't in the high scoring the warriors weren't doing well like they weren't winning those games so i'm looking like you know it was only what 89 yeah 93 89 we won right we held them under 90 points right so i'm like i'm like we i think the the score was like in the 60s in the fucking third quarter like I'm just like oh my god like this game this game is close like this game is close this is freakishly close <laughs> so I'm watching it and the block happens mm-hmm. and I freak out like I'm like oh my god like oh my god Kyrie does the step back hit the shot of course I'm everybody's going off but the play for me was definitely the stop Kevin Love baby like Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. Like he, With, he the fact that he didn't foul was so impressive. Yeah, and he wasn't scared to play him. You like have this six ten white boy who's not known for athleticism covering the MVP. Yes. on the record wise best basketball team of all time. Yep, and he just said, "Fuck it, I'm I'm right on your hip, dude." Oh, sorry, sorry to cut you off, Tim. You no, got you're me, good. You got me excited. No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I will over. say, um, uh, so. The series before that, when the Warriors played OKC, yeah, pissed off at, at KD the whole time, and everybody was shitting on Russ, talking about how Russ was the reason. Russ was the reason. Kevin Durant 
chucked up so many bad shots yep. in that series. They should have won game five. They should have won game five. Now watch game six. They should have won game six. They were up game seven. KD comes down just trying to shoot, and they lose because he's just jacking shots. Agreed, Agreed completely because <laughs> I was pissed because obviously I wanted the Cavs to win the championship in 2015. And you had the love injury, you had the Kyrie injury, so it is what it is. I was pissed, but we yeah. should have we that should have been a championship for the Cavaliers. However, this one was sweeter, in my opinion. This one felt so good. Um, but yeah, same thing. Going into the finals in that year in the Western Conference Finals, I'm watching that and I'm like, we. I think the Cavs can beat the Thunder. Yep. Yes. I'm not worried about the Thunder. I'm like, I'm worried about the Warriors. So please eliminate these fuckers. And then they just kept losing, and I'm like, what the. Fuck. Right. <laughs> it was so bad. Wow. I, I remember watching this. I remember watching this series and when they went down three one is after they had that they had that infamous interview where uh Clay Thompson Clay Thompson came out and said something about LeBron acting like a, a grown man's a league. grown man's league. And then the, the LeBron got posed that question, so what are your thoughts? And LeBron's like, What did he say? And he's like <laughs> and They okay. said, Oh, it's a, he said it's a man's league and you had your feelings hurt and LeBron's like Okay. okay. At that moment I was like, Oh shit. And he was wearing the Undertaker shirt. Yep. He's like, I'm like, oh <laughs> I'll never shit, forget that. Like, oh shit, something's about to flip here. And then we, Boom. when we came, we came back and we tied it three three. I'm like, there's no fucking way. There's just because as a Cleveland fan, you're like, there's just no fucking way. Yeah, this We happen. deserve to win, right? So it's like, okay, oh, so we deserve to win. Oh, there's know, just no way it'll happen. I, I'm saying there's no way it's gonna happen, right? So watching the game, we were at my in laws' house. So we were at um, my wife's parents' house watching the game, and we we're all sitting on the couch, you know, just at the edge, literally at the edge of our seats, like sitting on the edge of the couch watching every play, living and dying by each shot missed, shot made. And I remember when the block, like you talked about, Tim, that block happened. We all stood the fuck up. We're like, oh, shit. Something's going on right now. And this, we stood up for, I think, the entire last quarter just watching, pacing back and forth. Every time that they would make a shot, we're like, all right, we're losing this fucking game. Every time we'd make a shot, okay, we got a chance. We got a chance. We were literally dying back and forth. And then, right, like you said, when Kyrie hit that shot, we're like, oh, my God, is it going to happen? It's going to happen. And then we're like, oh, and I I remember me saying, because I'm like, there's no fucking way that Kevin Love's guarding him right now. I was legit pissed. I'm like, why is he guarding him right now? I'm like, please, please, please don't foul. And he'd get, I'm like, I, I, I jumped up. I ran up and down the steps. I was fucking, dude, I was, I think I was texting you guys. I was like, I'm, dude, I'm almost in tears right now. How excited I am. I, I remember it vividly. It was amazing. It was an amazing experience that. We also lived almost again, not a couple months later, for the fucking Indians, but we won't talk about that right now. Um, that one didn't sting as bad because we, I have, I had a championship yes, at that point. Yes. So it, it, don't get me wrong, it but fucking sucked watching that the Guardians or the Indians blow it. The 2016 year in general for sports in Cleveland was fucking amazing. A plus. Uh, now, Tim, I, I, you didn't get to wrap up yours how it ended. Yeah, like celebration wise, things like that. So celebration wise, <laughs> I. <laughs> I go on Facebook, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh, we fucking did it. We fucking did it. Like you're like Facebook living? Yes. Okay. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm like. I just imagine you typing all that out like, fuck yeah, we did it. No, no, I'm I'm actually on on tape. Like, um, I didn't cry. You know how people were like crying? Like, no, I wouldn't like that. I cried like a baby. (laughs) But I was so excited. I was telling people, don't call off tomorrow. Like, <laughs> please don't. We need y'all to come to work because I want some food. Uh, I was like, don't call off. Um, I just remember, like, I ordered, I think I ordered uh, one of the hats. Um, I uh, 
I got that shirt LeBron's wearing. I got I got two of the hats that he that are that they're all wearing. I have one in my basement. I have one that I still wear. I bought so much championship gear. It's mm. unfucking believable. <laughs> <laughs> if it says Cavs champions on it, I was like, yep, I'll take that. I'll take one of those. It was it was a great time <clears throat> to be from the city. Like, yeah. I feel like it was so much positivity until right after the parade. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, and like, not to be morbid, but like. Remember when 9-11 happened and everybody was, like, fucking united and everyone was just so nice to each other? Yeah. That's what it was like for the Cavs. Like, Facts. it shows you how bad we needed a championship, <sighs> that it brought Cleveland together. There was only one shooting at the parade. Like, everybody <laughs> loved each other. Like I, I heard this by our entire neighborhood. You could hear, like, screaming and yelling, like, around, like, the neighborhood. We were in her parents' development. Yeah. Uh, everybody was watching the game. But you heard, like, people outside, like, hell yeah, fuck yeah, go Cavs. Like, it was it was a great time to be alive, honestly. Well, I was in the hood, so they people shot. Oh, <laughs> shit, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, the gunshots were happening regardless in Tim's neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Win or lose. It was gunshots, but we knew they was happy Those people shots. didn't even watch the game. They weren't shooting because of the game. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're like, shit, people screaming, fire a gun. So my story, I am a lunatic when it comes to sports. Let's I put it in mildly. Am, yeah, I'll be the first to admit I am crazy. I am to the point where if I have like a group of people over and the Browns lose, I don't want anybody over my house the next week. Like I, 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 have, I believe in superstitions. Um, so for the Cavaliers, especially, uh, the, the final started, I think I had, I lived in Middleburg at the time at, yeah. the, at the, that apartment. I had people come over every night, every, every game. I had people come over. I hung out with everyone. I watched games with friends and we were down three, one. So I said for game five, sorry guys, I don't want to be around anybody. Like I'm going to be pissed off. We're going to lose the championship. I, I, I'll admit, I went into game five thinking like, we're going to lose the series. Like our season's over. I was pissed. Um, we win. I watched it just uh, me and Tara at the house at the at the apartment. I so, remember you talking about like your. I'm sticking to it. So I told everybody, I'm like, okay, sorry for game six because we won. I did not watch with you guys. I'm not watching again. So game six, we win. I then take inventory of what I'm wearing, where I sat, what exactly was what, what was I doing that day before the game, and I said I'm doing the exact same shit before game seven. You I did wore the exact, exact same clothes. Nice. I sat in the exact did you same wash spot. The clothes? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I, close, I, I don't believe in like dirtiness Got or anything it, like okay. that. Like that's that's a weird superstition. I made Tara sit in the same spot. She sat in on the couch. Yeah, that's made, that's weird superstition. But make your way. I sit made in the same her place. wear the same shirt that she was wearing when the nice. Cavs won the other games. Like we had the she exact same you. outfits on. She loves you. She knows I'm crazy, and she knows that I would I would I would have left her if she didn't do all that for me because I would have blamed her for the loss. <laughs> she knows that. Um, so we did all of that, and the obviously the game happened, and it was just the two of us in our apartment, and I went crazy. Uh, when the block happened, like I'm the kind of guy that like I sit and then when something happens, I stand up and I like fist pump. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like I'm, I'm a yeller. Like I'm a loud guy uh, when games are on. So that's what she said. I'm yelling. <laughs> now, I'm not loud in the bedroom only when I'm watching sports games, Tim, during Pride Month. Um, but so I'm watching the game and obviously the block happens. The Kyrie shot happens. And I'm also a weirdo when it comes to sports where I pay attention to the clock and the score to kind of figure out how much time is left for like what's gonna a team to next. make a comeback. Yeah. Like, is there enough time for, like, like in a Browns game, Scenarios. for instance, if we're down by, like, three scores and there's, like, five minutes left, I'm like, okay, we have no chance. Like, there's just not enough time. <laughs> there's not enough time. Now, to lose opposite, yeah, we have enough. That's plenty of time for a team. But for the Browns to win, that's never enough time. But I, I do that math, like, even with basketball. Like, okay, this team's down by six with – 20 seconds to go. I'm like, there's no chance they come back. Like, it, it, it would take a miracle. Like, I do all that weird shit. So, when we were up, LeBron hit the, I remember he got fouled. He landed on his wrist. I thought he broke his fucking hand. So, I'm like, great. 
we're on the verge of winning a championship. LeBron breaks his fucking hand, and he hits one out of the two free throws, and we're up 94 to 89, and or I'm sorry, 93, 89. And I remember Golden State had the ball, and I'm just looking at the score, and I'm like, we're up by four. Like, there's no way they win this game. Like, there's just no way. Yeah. And then I saw they kick it out to the corner. They shoot that three. They brick it. And I just see LeBron hug everybody. And I'm like, like, it literally it took a minute to process. Like, I stood there, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, it, it like I felt chills. I didn't know how to react. I didn't. I think I stopped breathing for a minute because I just forgot yeah, how. So I just was like, I still, when I watch highlights of that game, I still get chills. I get kind of teared, like choked up. I, once it all clicked that we were champions, I fucking cried like a baby. I'm hugging Tara. I'm like, I'm like, holy shit. My phone's going crazy. Um, Obviously being a Cleveland sports fan my whole life, I've had many numerous instances where we were this close. Uh, The nineties, the 90, the nineties Indians for me, would be awesome to talk about, but I was so young. I was six years old when they were in the yeah. World Series against the Braves. Chipper was 57. I was <laughs> I was eight years old when they played the Marlins in 97. So, like, even then, I was still a little I too young 16, to, like, care. Yeah, Kyle was, like, he was <laughs> getting his diploma from college. Like, this crazy shit was going on. Um, and then, obviously, you have the the 2007 season with the the Cavaliers making the playoffs. The, in, the Indians that year were great. The Indians should have won the World Series that year. They fucked up. Against the Celt- or against the, the Red Sox. Yeah, they fucked up big time. I'm not happy about that, Tim. You're a Red Sox fan. Let's not talk about it. Um, You're a Red Sox fan? I am a Red Sox fan. Yeah. Right, we don't talk fucking, about that here. Um, but yeah, so 2007, the Indians should have won the World Series. Uh, 2007, the, 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 the Browns were really good. That was a good year for Cleveland, 2007. A lot of people yeah. forget about that. Uh, the Cavs made the finals, albeit they got embarrassed by the Spurs, but they made it. Uh, the Indians should have won the World Series. They were the better team. They blew that lead against Boston, who just went on to fucking sweep uh, the the Royal or the Rockies. The, the Indians would have beat them so easily. We should have been champions then. And then the 2007 Browns, they went 10 and six. They they should have made the playoffs, but they got they got all Derek fucked up Anderson. because of yeah. Derek Anderson had a career year, but the Browns were really good. So 2007 Braylon was Edwards. a great year for the for Cleveland. Um, and then yeah, then you fast forward to the the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers had LeBron in his prime. 2008, 9, 10, should have won championships in that time, but we couldn't get past the the Magic or the Celtics or whoever. Um, 2015, should have won a championship, yep. didn't do it uh, because of injuries. Like, we're just cursed. So winning this championship was such a weight off of my shoulder of just, like, wanting one so badly for Cleveland. And, yeah, I cried like a fucking baby, and my dream my whole life was always, if a Cleveland team ever wins a championship, this was from, like, I probably came up with this idea in, like, 2005, I am going, I just want to be with my friends. I am buying a cheap case of beer and I'm just fucking stone colding beer on myself and celebrating. Like that's all I want to do. And sure enough, the second they won, phones blown up. Everyone's like, where are we meeting? <laughs> and our buddy Phil was like, come over to my house. Phil lived five minutes away from me. So I said, I'm stopping at the gas station to get a case of Natty Light. I will be right there. <laughs> so I get dressed really quick. I, love I fucking run to the store. Oh, no, you're good. I, I run to the gas station. I get a case of Natty. I take it right to Phil's house immediately. Everyone's already there. We just fucking go right into the backyard, and we're fucking stone-colding. Terrace filming it. We're just hugging. Like It was just such a great moment, and I spent the whole night there. We watched every interview until finally SportsCenter went off the air live, and it was just replays. Like I took the next day off of work. Um, I took that whole <laughs> week off of work, actually, except for, the, except for Wednesday because Monday – I think it was Monday – Whatever day the Cavs returned from uh, the, the celebrating, 
I was at the airport in Berea by the IX Center. I was right there. Like I had my mom texting me. She's like, I could see you on the news. You're right there by the Can't gate. Can't miss you. I was standing right there with Phil and uh, Phil and Dan. They were my championship trio, or the three of us were the championship trio that week. We were inseparable. We went downtown for the parade. And, and do it. I, I, dude, I loved it. I was down there. I had such a great fucking time. That was the greatest week of my life. Again, I own every piece of shit in that, or and I don't mean to say shit, every piece of clothing in that that picture there. I bought that Kevin Love sleeved jersey. I have that hat. I got the fucking uh, shirt. I bought a replica Chinese championship ring that sits in my basement. <laughs> Damn right. I bought a piece of the floor that they put into a little cube that the Cavs sold. I bought everything I could. Honestly, I got my hands on it. I, I fucking bought it. I loved it. That's the greatest... Even even though I got married, that's the greatest day of my life. Tara Tara hates hearing that. Tara hates hearing that, but that's the greatest day of my so, life. I mean, at least he's honest. Not there. to go on a tangent, but if the Browns win a Super Bowl, what's going to be a bigger celebration for you? Uh, the Cavaliers, because it was the first one. First ever. one. Yeah, that that was like that's like losing your virginity. You're never going to forget that. The Browns, it's going to be fucking awesome. Yes, but I mean, don't get me wrong. I will probably still cry. I will. I will be very spiteful. Like I will be texting my friends that are not Browns fans, and I will be rubbing it in their face that we won championships, and I will be talking <laughs> mad shit. But um, nothing, I think, I think nothing that... will top the feeling of my first championship, truthfully, because of the shit we've gone through yeah. as Cleveland fans. Yeah. We've gone through so many years. Just getting of, that monkey off the back. Even you know, there's always next year. This you know, this team was close. I wasn't around for it, but the '80s. Everyone says that like with Bernie, like the Browns were so close, and they just were fucking cursed. And to win one, just, oh, my God. And then the way they did it, it wasn't just against some shitty team. Like, no, I'm not knocking the Nuggets, but the Nuggets beat the eighth seed yeah. Miami Heat. The Cavaliers beat the best, best regular season basketball of team all time. of, of all, all time. time. And yep. came back. And came back 3-1, to one, something that's literally never happened. That's a historic win. Yeah. Everything about it is just history. That it's, will it's be amazing. in the record book for years. It will never be yeah. topped. And I'm not just saying that as a Cleveland fan. There will never be a greater NBA championship, I don't think. Than this one, in my opinion, it was every. I think, and that's the thing is when they, when they won, everyone in the sports world was just ecstatic. Shocked. Like, yeah. holy shit, they just pulled up the upset, a three down, three one against the best NBA team against, think about uh, all time, well, whatever. When he was a two time MVP, Steph it was, Curry or yeah, whatever, MVP like he was the best player the, in the league. It was they, just one of those things. Where like, how the hell did this happen? Yeah, and it, it, was, it was amazing for the next month or so. Just in Cleveland, I mean, for the next year until the NBA season started up again. I remember being downtown because in my line of work, I have people who work in these venues. I was back and forth between the World Series that one night and running back to the the, the ring ceremony at the yeah, queue. The same night, opening same night fucking for, night for the Guardi or for at the time the Indians. Their uh, their first game home, first game of the World Series, the Cubs. and then across the street. At the queue, yep. Cavaliers' first game of the season yep. to Checking get the Checking people rings in because then we went to Chicago like two days later, I think. Yeah, we were there later. a couple days later because we yeah. were there for the Chicago game. It's just I remember that this, that downtown buzz was just amazing. Like it was the, incredible. The, it was amazing. Um, Cleveland is the best. It, it was it was definitely like for me. I, basketball is my favorite sport. Has always sure. been my favorite all time sport. And uh, the Cavs, obviously, I'm a big, huge, huge Cavs fan. Like Mark Price, one of my favorite point guards. My of all uncle. Time. <laughs> um, Ricky Davis, just like Eddie George is my uncle, <laughs> right? At least mine's white. <laughs> right? <laughs> wow! Whoa! What do you mean? At least yours is white. Is there something wrong yeah, for having a black that's, uncle? That's what I meant with that statement. Clearly. Wow. Okay. Um, Ricky that's Davis, crazy Tim. You're gonna have, to have an intervention for Kyle right. on his racism. Can we wait till In Black History? Can we wait till Black History Month next that's year? We'll too talk. Far gone. You don't have that kind of time. On Juneteenth, just <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that's true. Damn, Kyle. Low blow. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Damn, I wish today was Jewel Teeth. Oh, this would be great. Um, Kyle doesn't. He wouldn't have come in. <laughs> um, it Just the, the Cavs winning it, uh, and winning it first, even though, you know, we went in 07. Um, it, 07, it didn't even feel right. We didn't no, have the right size ball playing. That, <laughs> honestly, that sucked because, like, I, I was just out of high school, so I was working at Home Depot for the summer, and I had to work nights. I was working the evening shift, so all those games, I'm, like, hiding in the back room with the radio on. I didn't even watch most of those games. I think I was only off for one game, and, I, and we got swept. It was embarrassing. We were yeah. never close, so... That that thing I don't even count that like that right. doesn't that means nothing to me. And it was crazy because uh, so you know we go 07, 08, we get Mo Williams. Yep. We go two thousand. We, we get two thousand fifteen. We go oh some sixteen. We get Mo Williams. So every time yep. I'm like, damn, you if you lose in the get, finals, you pick up Mo Williams. <laughs> right. So I'm like, damn, we always get Mo Williams a a, a, a season too late because had we had Mo. Oh seven, we boy, win, we win one game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if, we, if we had Mo Williams in fifteen with Kyrie getting hurt, we might have won. I that think we have, we have a good chance. We have a good chance because Delhi's the way Delhi was locking up Curry. Yeah, you had Mo Williams to come out there and kind of spell him every once the, in a while. Be the energy to kind of give be the scorer, man. I yep. feel like we would have been. It would have been so amazing. Um, and with fifth, when fifteen when we was playing that year, when Kyrie hit fifty two against the Spurs, I was like, yo. We could actually do this this year. Yeah, and I didn't. I was mad. I was. I was obviously. I, I was mad about the the uh, Wiggins trade. I, I I feel like we shouldn't have got rid of Wiggins. Um, I, because I thought we would get. I was like, can we wait one year? We get Kevin Love. Yeah, for, for nothing. Yet we trade away the the talent, which we we have no idea how great Wiggins would have been under LeBron. No, absolutely not. Like he would have been phenomenal. No, don't get me wrong. He still he he did his thing. You know he was able to get. He's not a bad player at all. Right? No, not at all. But um, I feel like he would have been so amazing to have behind LeBron. Um, And then we would have still got Kevin Love. Now, of course, looking at that, we don't get Shumpin' Jr. Right. Very true. Then then they were so crucial to the championship that like that that doesn't happen. We don't win the championship. All these dominoes had to fall perfectly for us to win a championship, and they did. Yeah, it did. I enjoyed it. Um, I, I, w- I was already a Shump fan when I found out him and Tiana Taylor was fucking. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> he's my favorite person ever. Um, and then I've always been a Jr. fan. I love like, Jr. Slack. He he's he got. Um, but like his his the way he plays is just so amazing. Like he's one of the most entertaining players to watch. Yeah, in my opinion. I just love his don't give a shit attitude and just throw the ball up there. Right. More like going in. Facts like, in the finals. In, in the most crucial time of his career, that dude just out there throwing fucking oops, shooting from like behind the <laughs> behind the hoop on the side, basically and for threes. Dude, and he used to hit it. that like, shot all the time, falling out of bounds. I love yeah. watching that because it's just like this dude doesn't give a fuck. It's the finals; he feels no pressure. It was so great. Um, but yeah, so we wanted to know, we wanted to hear everybody. Good memories, good memories. Everybody's story of the championship. I think he, telling a championship story is amazing. It's something that like. You know, you'll, you'll tell your grandchildren one day, kind of deal. Like that's what that's what championships are about. It's it's the legacy, it's the history, it's telling people about it, and I, I love it. I'll never forget the Believe Cavaliers man. championship. What made me think of that was uh, when I was in Myrtle Beach. My brother-in-law Khan is a huge Cavaliers fan, season ticket holder, everything. Um, he and I were talking about our experience with the the championship, and he lives downtown in the flats. So he said, of course, that he went to the watch party because it was right, you know, not far from his house. 
Um, and me, I told him, I'm like, no, I watched at home because I'm superstitious. And then by the time the game ended, they shut down downtown. Nobody could yeah, get there. So get like, in. I didn't, I didn't bother trying to go. Thank God. I remember seeing the videos and the pictures of what downtown was after that. Yeah. People hanging off fucking street signs on top of buses and everything. Yeah. Oh God. They I didn't got, destroy anything. No, no. It was, no. It was all love, dude. People climbing up the side of the, like the parking garages. Now that's the difference with the Browns and Cavaliers championship with that. Oh shit. That City's Cavs burning. One, if the when the Browns win the Browns win a Super Bowl, make sure you guys heard me say that. Um, the, the city's gonna burn, dude. Shit's gonna it's gonna look like uh, Gotham when when Bane was in charge. Like it's gonna get ugly. We're gonna get locked in. Um, but it is what it is. I'm okay. I'm here for it. Uh, but yeah, I remember getting pissed at Tara that night because we won the championship, and I just said like I just want to go be with my friends. Like that's all I care about. And the whole time we're celebrating, having fun, she's just bitching in the corner like. I want to go downtown. It looks like so much fun. I'm like, then fucking go. Like, I don't give a shit. Get out of here. Like, I'm, I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. And then when they announced that it was shut down, I showed her that. And I'm like, you wouldn't even fucking make it. So it worked out. Um, but yeah, it was a great time. I love that memory. Uh, really quickly before we wrap up and get to just the tip, I want to talk a little bit of the Guardians because... Um, Boy, he's not doing so well tonight. Who, Gavin Williams? Yeah. I haven't even checked, to be honest, because I have to turn the Wi-Fi off here. They're down four. They're they actually tied four. Oh, we didn't? Shit. We, yeah, we should probably throw that in. Speaking of uh, memorable NBA things, Zion Williamson, I completely forgot about that. Real quick, it's 4-4. Four, four. He only has three strikeouts, but he's still pitching. Okay, not bad. I'll take that. First, first, first start is like a 21-year-old or whatever. That's not bad. Um, Zion Williamson is in some some. Speaking of trash. Right now with, uh, what's her name? Mariah Mills. Yeah, Mariah Mills. Have you ever seen her, by the way? Oh, dude, she's not all fake. Not until yesterday. I Googled her yesterday, yeah. She's definitely all fake. But she can definitely still get it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> she's, fake I as, mean. she's fake as fuck, but I wouldn't kick her out for eating animal crackers if you catch my drift. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so this is just one of the lovely things she had to say about Zion. Oh, this was the start of what I saw first. Your dick is trash, to be honest, at Zion Williamson. Did I had you to like force it? myself to come, you fat fuck. No, this was... Oh, a, I thought this was your screenshot. No. <laughs> I'm like, that's hilarious. First off, my Twitter is not... I have a dark mode, okay. always. Um, right. This was sent to me, so I just I took the picture from that. Um, but yes, yeah, she went off on a rant. Basically, long story short, Zion Williamson... Uh, was banging Mariah Mills and apparently convinced her that they were a little more serious than just fuck buddies. And he actually had a girlfriend who he then announced was pregnant and Mariah Mills had no idea and decided that instead of talking to him like a civil person and coming to an understanding on their situation, decided to go public and show the world. I wish we had the world the tweets because they get, they, they're funny. They do get juicy. So, for me, the, the, the fucked up thing was that I, I didn't I didn't take pictures of them all, and then they suspended her Twitter account now. So when you Google her and Twitter, like trying to get the screenshots of it, it's all over because she tweeted so much. So it was really hard to like I, I wasn't gonna get a hundred pictures of her tweets. Um, but she went off. She called him, you know, a piece. His shed his dick is trash. She called him a fat fuck, which is hilarious. Um, she then said that she has a sex tape of them that she's going to leak, and she, she said basically that uh, New Orleans needs to trade him, get him out of there, like he's, he, he doesn't belong there, he's a piece of shit. Um, but because she threatened to release a sex tape, that is considered revenge porn. So Twitter suspended her account, and you can no Elon longer said, see her no, no, tweets, no, no. which is fucking just hilarious. Like, this whole situation is great. If you get a chance, look up an article about it, read all about it. Um, I mean, she had receipts. Receipts oh, for days. And she was posting his texts to her. Like, it wasn't just her word against it was his. Like Snapchat. 
Yeah, Snapchat, Snapchat messages, text, of messages him pictures like, of him at the games. And, and not shit. only just that, like she was like the text he was sending after the fact where he's asking her, like, why are you doing this? Like, please take this all down. Like, let's talk about it. Um, she just screenshot all that and posted it. Like she has she is off the fucking rails. And I wonder how much hilarious. he's getting paid because clearly in some of those text messages or whatever, they're talking about how yeah, like, he's, he's sending money to her and shit and like, that. like that. Yeah, like I wonder how much he was paying to have this side ass, and that's an ass. Which is funny to me because, like, <laughs> of all the players for it to happen to, it is happening to Zion, who was coveted as the next LeBron James and has been a colossal yeah. bust. And there are rumors, again, take it with a grain of salt, rumors the Pelicans, before all this even happened, are were looking to move oh, yeah, they're over. They're, they're over him. They're, that rumor came out weeks ago before all this shit, but, yeah, they, they wanted him gone. Maybe they knew about this coming out sooner, and that's why they were kind of like, oh, let's try to get rid of him before all this breaks. But I don't think a team would not take a player because he's got some baby mama drama and shit you like imagine that. imagine the like, shit talk that's going to happen now with, uh, with the, NBA, this, the NBA players that play him next Dude, year? The fans. Zion would be a nice three here. Yeah, I, I'm good. Because I, 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 I need somebody that actually plays. Yeah. So I'm good. I, I agree with that 100%. He, he just doesn't, doesn't play. play. Like, that's why yeah. I, I, I watched I him Greg play when Oden. he was a rookie, and he looked amazing. Like, he's hitting threes. He's dunking on people. Like, he blocks shots. He looked great. Then he had the longest injury And then of he just times. never played it. Like, he just stopped playing, and then you forget about him. Like, I, honest to God, I forgot about the guy until all the shit broke. I remember when that's that, how that, infrequently he plays. I remember when that photo came out of, like, how much he had ballooned up yeah. when he was being out. You, you thought it was photoshopped. Yeah, it looked like, fake. No, that's legit. And him. they're like, no, this dude's eating himself out of the league. Clearly, he's right here, Russell. she's thinks he's a fat fuck so with a trash dick um with a trash dick so that but he did lose some weight last year and get back into shape for basketball season not as skinny as he was his rookie season but yeah. still but yeah i mean i don't know such a waste of talent man i love it uh maybe maybe during our our not scripted episode we talk more about this but we are reaching the end and we got to get ready to wrap some stuff up so i wanted to quickly talk about the guardians because the guardians did make some huge call-ups they called up bo naylor finally um, the catcher the funny thing about that is they did it the day after um, I forgot the exact thing. He wasn't eligible for something. I forgot exactly. I'd have to have Greg on here to explain it better. But there are weird clauses with calling up players and, and in terms of how much money they're due to get and stuff like that. And they called him up a day after to save themselves $1 million. Paying of course him. they did. Of course they, they did. They, they waited. They put the team's record in uh, behind their own pocketbook. They care more about not spending that million dollars that they'll make this weekend than paying – to have the prospect come up in a position of dire need because our catcher situation was a fucking train wreck until, I mean, it's still Bo Naylor's a rookie, so I'm not, he's young. I'm not expecting him to come in and be Mike Piazza day one. He still has no hits on the year, though. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of fans expected him to come in and, like, save the world, but that's not how it's going to be. Um, and then, unfortunately, Tristan McKenzie has an aggravated shoulder. Fucking guy, stay He is going to be out a month at least before he gets reevaluated, which is terrible news because if you're a major league pitcher, if you start to have elbow issues, it's usually not a good thing. It's not like a sprained ankle or a blister. This is a legit – you're more than it's likely like not going to be able to throw for the rest of the season. the Indians are just band-aiding a rotation together yeah. anymore. Like Cal Quantro is getting ready to throw a relief pitch and then maybe do like a – uh, some kind of like start in the AAA or whatever to yeah, come back up. Yeah, he'll do a couple up, rehab starts. Like, yeah, no, that's why they had to call ba- up. We're bandaging everything Gavin again. Gavin Williams. They called him up to make his first career start, as we were talking about earlier. It's 4-4 four to four in the uh, sixth inning or whatever. He's still pitching. Uh, at least he was last time we talked uh, or checked. But No, he's he, out now. Edges is in. Okay, so he is a 21-year-old, I believe, rookie. He just got called up, making his first career start. He just got promoted to AAA this year, so he's very, very raw. And he was, again, our number one prospect. But, again, being a number one prospect and actually panning out to be a great player, 
not necessarily correlation. So we'll see, see what happens there. Something to keep an eye on. The Tristan McKenzie injury is the most worrying thing of all of it because he had just come back. Uh, he was going to hopefully help our rotation. I think his first game, he had like 10 strikeouts back. He looked great. And then now he's hurt. And we'll see what happens with the yeah. Guardians. But, uh, you know, right now, I'm not too confident in this team. The way they're trying to band-aid everything together and bringing up all these rookies that aren't amounting to much yet, at least. I mean, again, it's super early. I'm not putting any weight or pressure on Bo Naylor's shoulders. But um, not good. Yep. Don't like what I'm seeing from the Guardians, and I think this year might be a lost year, and I'm really not happy about that. So I think they need to train, trade Shane Bieber before the deadline to get as much as they can out of a guy before – he keeps diminishing. I'll see him pitch Friday. He pitches it's, Friday. It's crazy. Once we trade him, he's going to become a Cy Young winner. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe, but that, like, honestly, statistically wise, and, and you know, our, our baseball buddy Greg talked about it a lot, is that if you look at the nerd analytics numbers of Shane Bieber, like his velocity's down, a bunch of nerd analytics stuff, he is he's declining. So now would be the best opportunity for the Guardians to trade him. Will he still be productive for another team? Probably. He'd have a good year or two, maybe. But in terms of what they can recoup because they need a lot, uh, now is the time to do it before he starts really showing his declining talent and you're fucked and you can't get anything for him. So uh, now or never, if I'm the Guardians, I, I unfortunately I have to dump Shane Bieber this year before the trade deadline, but we'll see what they do. Um, with that being said, let's get to just the tip and just we will wrap tip. everything up. So, Tim, please take it away, my friend. Can you guess what I'm doing? Um, Showing your boobs. Trigonometry. Trigonometry is close. Close? Uh, it's close. It's not math, but uh, it is a competition. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm not actually in the competition. I'm a, I'm a co-host for the Battleground. I saw I've you posting about this. this before. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, uh, You talked about this a few weeks ago. Yeah, um, and I, I, this is the second one I'm doing as well. So I've, I've talked about doing one of these before. Um, this is the Fight for Ohio 4 Battleground. Um, it's this Sunday, the 25th. Um, it's a performance-based uh, competition. So it's going to be artists versus each other versus style, bracket style. Um, and the person who comes out the bracket go against the champion. The champion last time shut it down. Like the person that that she had to go against, first off, he came off the street. He wasn't even going to be like in the competition. He was like, you know what? I'll do it. And destroyed everybody he went against. Well, I should take that back. Um, it was one of them where they had to do a, like a re a reround or whatever, and it was just great. Like he did amazing, but it was no way he could prepare for the champion. The champion did a whole video, like a whole movie scene. Like it was crazy. It was choreographed perfectly. She had strippers. Like you couldn't. Oh yeah, beat you're it. not losing. You're not yeah. losing if you do that. You, you had me at strippers. <laughs> right. um, she threw money in the air at the strippers. She yeah, jumped on over. the bar, started singing as she was rapping. Like it was crazy. She was like B Rabbit at the end of Eight Mile. Like just shut that shit down. Yeah. It's over. Don't even bother letting him go. It was no chance. It was funny. I, I had ran into him at a, another event just recently. Um, I'm like, Yo, bro, you doing the battleground again? He's like, I don't know. I might. Um, he said, I think I am though. And I'm like, bro, just bring it. <laughs> you seen what happened? Like, now you know, did he go first in the finals? He did go first. Okay, thank she, God, because if he tried to like match that, oh, and it was nothing he could do. Like, yeah, like I mean, he you know he went first. He did his thing. It did was his a best. Great That's all you can ask for. Um, but like I said, what she did, like I walked up to him and said, "Bro, I'm sorry." Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like 
think. Sorry for your loss, bro. Like, it, it was just wild. But uh, this one will be a great time. It's at Truth Seafood, which is 770 East 185th Street, Cleveland, Ohio. That's 44119. Um, DJ Verb, my dog, who I actually used to go to church with. We kind of grew up together. Sure. Um, so it's kind of great. We, we uh, you know, meeting each other in a different, you know, different place, different path. But, you know, we meeting up with each other. So it's kind of dope. Um Mr. Shredder is uh, is the person that puts it on. Um, he had me come in as co-host, and he said, Tim, I, I don't think I could ever have had a better host. He's like, dude, we didn't even rehearse. I was like, there was nothing to rehearse, dude. We're having yeah, that's fun. how you do it. You just wing it. That's the way to, if you're up there with rehearsed shit, it sounds all funky, and like everybody gets stiff. So it was dope, and then I know this time is going to be just as dope. Like I feel like it's going to be extra extra electric this night, this this time. Now, you you pay to get in? Is it streaming anywhere? Um, it's not streaming. We are filming it. Um, okay. They, you know, we're trying to get Tubi and, you know, go through everything as far as that goes. Uh, well, he wants he wants to do Tubi, uh, Netflix. He's trying to get some type of deal, you know. Is the first one available anywhere to watch? Um, I will find out for you. Let um, me know. I'd like to watch yeah, it. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool. I, don't, this, I would like to go to this one on Sunday, but I I have a late tea time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is a seven. So. Golfing again. Ha! He's got the edge. No, this was... Uh, Long story short, my my buddy and his wife they've they've been asking us to go with them as a foursome for years, and mm-hmm. I was like, no, absolutely not, I don't golf. And then we went to the driving range together like a month ago or whatever, and I guess uh, my wife and his wife set set it up for us to golf this Sunday without me knowing. Where so, going? Uh, Royal Crest, oh, yeah. I believe we're going to Royal Crest. Yeah. We're we're hit, we're gonna have nine and then grab some dinner afterwards. But yeah, we've got like a four thirty tea time in the in the evening. So nice. Well if you guys finish dinner, uh and if you can make it, come on man. It's I think it's ten bucks. Okay, that's not bad at all. Hell yeah. So it's gonna be a great time. I mean there's so many artists there. There was a viral artist that I met there that I didn't even know she was a big viral artist. Her name was Big Topic. Uh you might have even seen her on Instagram or something like that if you if you ever uh you know, uh, just kind of scroll. I'm bad with names, so yeah, there's a good chance. What, what did she go viral for? Like, she's just everything she does. Like, she's a big person, or like uh, she just she was rapping. She rapped oh, okay. on um on a uh she did like this this is like live from Cleveland. Like she's standing there, like her hair's like she had a ponytail. She had her jacket like halfway off, and there's like a gun on her hip, and she's no rapping shit. into a mic, and it went viral. I mean, because she was she what she was rapping it was it was definitely fire. Yeah, um, like it wasn't like a parody. No, it was it was it was dope. No um, shit. And then when she was there, like you know her her performance, I thought was pretty dope. Um, and uh, her she went against it was her name was Big Topic, and she went against against this dude named Rocky Michael. Um, and I like the name Big Topic. That's yeah, good. They. Uh, uh, um, she called him her evil twin, so they were clearly friends. Okay. And I told them, like, oh, uh, um, what's his name? Said they look like uh, Phil and Lil, the black Phil and Lil from the Rugrats. <laughs> Rugrats. So I said, well, I need the Thug Rats. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, I just want y'all to have sponsibilities. Like, hey, I got to do a song called I fucking love that show. I would have got all those references. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> It was dope. It was dope. That's great. All right, uh, Kyle, what do you got for us? Uh, So uh, not as cool as uh, Battlegrounds, clearly, but nothing uh, is. Mine's a book for fuck's sake. Yeah, right. I watched a movie a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm a huge. I play video games a lot, but so I saw the original Super Mario Brothers movie when it came out back in the day. This one just came out recently, um, probably like two months ago, I believe. Give or take, yeah. A lot, a lot of, a lot of mixed reviews at first. People were like kind of pissed off, you know, that he didn't sound like Mario at first, you know, during the trailer. You no, know, it's Chris Pratt and Charlie Day, Mario and Luigi. 
Um, Charlie Day, obviously, you know, from Always Sunny and other shit, too. You know, Horrible Bosses, Horrible Bosses, too. Great voice actor. Absolutely. His voice is so distinct. Absolutely. Um, and we, you know who Chris Pratt is, clearly. But I was honestly pleasantly surprised. My wife and I watched it together, and we loved it. Just picking up on the different music tones in the background and, like, kind of picking out, like, what game that song was from and shit like that and all mm-hmm. the stuff they had in the, in the, in the show, in the movie... I loved it. Um, at the end, I don't know if you watched the end credits. Did yeah, you, I did. So I'm excited for a, a two, hopefully, where, where they're going to go with it in two. Yeah, spoiler alert, they don't kill off Mario. In the they movie. do not kill Mario, <laughs> no. Um, I didn't watch it. But uh, no, it's it's definitely worth it, especially if you've played Mario at all in your life. No, um, they do a really good job in bringing a lot of the stuff from the games into this movie. The storyline adds up to what it is. But yeah, Star Shadow cast. I mean, Bowser's Jack Black. You've got, um, I believe you've got um, the guy playing Toad is Seth Rogen. Yep. So a lot That's of good people, a lot of good people it's in this movie. It's, it's, it's a great It's a great really movie. good cast. So it's Chris Pratt and Luigi? He's Mario. He's Mario. Luigi yeah, so Charlie is Charlie. Is, is, huh. is Luigi, yeah. yeah. Okay. So if you get a chance, watch it. It's it's a it's a good watch. Who is, who is Peach? Peach? I don't know. Who, I forget her name. Uh, it's, is it Anna Taylor-Joy? It is, yeah. Anna yeah, Taylor-Joy. Yeah, the girl with the guys. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's good. Watch it. You'll like it. You'll enjoy it. And yes, it definitely leaves off for a potential two. Um, and we, if you know Mario, you probably know where it's going because one thing did not show up in this Mario, and we all know who that is or what that is, so you know where it's going in, in episode two or whatever the sequel. So give it a watch. Luigi? No, I mean, not Luigi. Uh, Yoshi? I can't tell. Let's you. just say this: the the movie was egg excellent. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was a good movie. I mean, I'm with you. I, I saw it. Um, I think it it came out and it took a lot of it took a lot of heat from people that yeah. I don't know what they were expecting. Like. Right. First and foremost, a the movie was directed to it, it's Hollywood. It's it's meant to make money. Yep. So they're directing it. They're trying to keep it as fresh as they can for adults, but they're also directing it towards children because yep. they want money. So I think they did a really good job. Absolutely. They mixed it well. I, I, I it. liked it as a 34 year old who watched it in my basement with my wife. We both really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even a diehard like Mario guy. I play video games and shit, but like. I'm not a super diehard. Yeah, so like when they went down in the just tunnel, really enjoyed the movie. You could it was you fun. could hear the music change to when you go down the tunnel. Video yeah. games, certain they things. They did everything like, perfect when they're running. He brought in the fox suit a couple yep. times. I mean, honestly, it's, it, was it, was, it was a fun movie. It was really fun. I, I, I highly recommend it. I say check it out for sure. Uh, probably if you mm-hmm. there you go too. Smoke a doobie or two before it might be even better. But we don't hear we're not here to promote drug use. But if you do, it's not a bad movie to watch. My Just a Tip this week is a book that I read on vacation. I was able to read two and a half books while I was down there. Uh, The last few days were a little more hectic, so I wasn't able to finish my third book. But the second one that I read is called Broken by Don Winslow. It was a gift from uh, from the library, actually, that a woman my wife knows just happened to be getting her hair done. And she goes, do you like to read? And my wife goes, no. My husband does, though. (laughs) And she goes, does he like crime, like drug cartel type stuff? And she's like, he fucking loves that. And she's like... I have a book for him and gives gives her her gives Tara her library card or a book and goes, give this to Justin, but I have to have it back when you guys get back from vacation to take it back. So I'm like, no problem. Uh, so I read it. It is maybe five or six short stories, maybe a couple more. I forgot exactly how many there are, but they're short stories. Some of them intertwine, some of them don't, but they're all related to uh, crime, whether it be jewel heist, drug cartels. Uh, weed plantations, just it's all about crime and drugs and stuff like that. All of them it's are kind of like Sin City, essentially. Yeah, um, just really well done, really fun book. This this author apparently has a lot of other things out, as you can see there. He's got a couple on the top there that I haven't had a chance to check out, but now that I read this one, I'm a fan, so I'm going to look into his other work. Um, so if you like to read, this was a quick one. This one I honestly read in probably a, maybe two days. Uh, down there it was like I don't know 300 pages, give or take. But again, the stories you get really invested in them. 
a uh, little bit of a slow burn. Most of the stories take a little while to get you invested, but once you're invested, really good. I liked all of them. Um, so check it out, Broken by Don Winslow. I'm definitely going to read more of his books when I get a chance. And if I like them, maybe you'll hear about them on here. Nice. Um, but that's going to do it for us at Talking About Balls. In two weeks, we are going un non-scripted <laughs> you gotta gotta watch the copyright words but we are not gonna we're winging it motherfuckers that's it we're winging it so it's gonna be a very interesting Tim show who is leading the show yes <laughs> we are going in with the tim buck tuesday on a wednesday mentality <laughs> where we're, we're just gonna come in and say all right roll it let's go basically i, I don't even know how we're gonna do our intro that week because usually we talk about what we're gonna talk about so we'll figure something out um, but we'll see you guys in two weeks. Have a great 4th of July. Be safe. Yes, don't chase don't a beer. Follow yourself. Have all your fingers. Come back with all your digits. Uh, we'll talk to you guys in two weeks. Again, honestly, be safe. Um, and for everybody, for everyone talking about balls, you guys really ready? You guys ready to get weird tonight or what? I can't read my own handwriting, so that's why I fucked that up. Um, that was a quote from Workaholics. So everybody, we'll see you later. Have a great, <laughs> have a great one.